0: Hey everyone, Chris here. Uh, by now, you've probably have already heard that the great Stan Lee passed on Monday. Um, now, we had already recorded our Ultimate Spider-Man Part 2 episode uh, the day before, um, but considering Spider-Man is one of Stan Lee's greatest creations, uh, we really thought it would be a good idea to maybe record something to put in front of this episode to talk about the legacy of Stan Lee. The problem was, and that was the plan, the, the problem is when I was editing this episode uh, for Ultimate Spider-Man, I, I realized it was already two hours long, and um, Deepom and I really didn't want to shortchange the discussion on Stan Lee uh, because that can pretty much be its own you know, hour-long discussion. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and record a separate Stan Lee discussion, and we're going to put it on the Character Corner feed, and it should be up this Friday, so we're not going to waste any time on that. Um, we're going to record it pretty much tonight. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the Character Corner feed on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Uh, if you're on Spotify, make sure you get the right feed. There's two Character Corner feeds up there. One is not updating. The other one is. So make sure you're getting the one that has the latest updates. Um and uh we're gonna really, you know, just talk about the legacy and and what Stan Lee's creations the Stanley himself meant to us. And so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do that episode separately and put it out here. Uh we're still gonna do the Doom Patrol episode this weekend, so you're still getting that. We're just getting you guys some more content to put out there and it's only gonna be on the character corner feed, so make sure you subscribe. So again, thank you guys very much for being listeners and uh, enjoy Ultimate Spider Man part two. Welcome back to the Character Corners, your host, Chris, and we have Deepom here with us. And uh, we are finally back. It feels like we haven't done a Character Corner in a long time. Um, so I, I just want to say, sorry for the delays. Um, I have a lot going on on the of the net- network, and so it's taken us a while to kind of get all the reading together and do everything we need to do. Uh, we'll definitely be back uh, for a more normal schedule in 2019. Uh, and here's the schedule for the rest of 2018. I think I've said this on... Uh, the mailbag or something like that, but if you're listening to this, I'll make sure you guys know now. Uh, obviously, Ultimate Spider-Man Part Two—that's the one here. We're doing this one right here. Um, <laughs> Doom Patrol will release two weeks from now. Um, probably will be releasing the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, I gotta talk to Deepon when we're gonna record that. We're supposed to record it today, but like it, I just haven't had a chance to do the proper readings I need to do. So. Um, we're gonna to try to get that out the Wednesday before uh, Thanksgiving so that you guys can uh, have something to listen to as you go to your awkward Thanksgiving dinner, particularly those of you who have racist uh, family members. So, hey, you'll, you'll be will to listen to us talk about Doom Patrol for that. Um, and then two weeks after that, hopefully, will be Aquaman part one with part two following up a couple weeks after that. So those are gonna be the character corners for the rest of 2018. Don't have a list yet for 2019, but we have some ideas and we're playing around with those as we go forward. Um, anything you want to add on 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 on, on that as before we get into this?
1: No, uh, it's gonna be a very good end of the year for our listeners, and uh, I'm excited for some of the ideas we've got brewing that we haven't announced yet for the new year.
0: Yep, same here. So, all right, so uh, let's get to the conclusions of Ultimate Spider Man. We did, I uh, believe, we did uh, volumes one through 10, which I think went up to issue 59. Yeah, it went to issue 59. Um here and so before we jump into these volumes, we're gonna go volume by volume here, kind of just to give them a quick overview of some of the things that happen here. Um, but I really wanted to to bring this up because Deepom knows I I've, I've finished the, the the campaign for uh Spider-Man on PS4, which we will be doing in a whole other separate episode on <laughs> Um But I've been
1: waiting for you to finish this so long.
0: Well, you know what the thing about it is, I'm so glad I finished it the same weekend that I'm, I finished reading ultimate Spider-Man. And right. the reason for that is because the, the, the PS4 game and ultimate Spider-Man are both are both completely different from r six one six. I mean, not completely. They, they tell their own story that clearly changes things around and changes some relationships around, but it's still Spider-Man. It's still Peter Parker. It's still real. Like you still, you still get the core of those characters here. And, you know, um, it can't be understated just how much tragedy that Peter Parker suffers and that it's Peter that suffers it, not like Spider-Man. Like is, it's like Batman, right? You know, with Batman, Bruce is so much, he separates so much of Bruce Wayne from Batman that Bruce, for the most part, doesn't matter. Now, you know, writers here and there make Bruce matter more and more, but for the most part, Bruce Wayne doesn't matter like he does to Batman. Like, we're reading Tom right. King's Batman, it's fucking amazing. I love it. But <clears throat> when Selena leaves Bruce at the altar and he's devastating going through some shit, he basically folds into being Batman. And and you can see how it affects him. Like when he goes out and beats the fuck out of Mr. Freeze and then has to go back <laughs> and, and, and the those issues where he is he is Bruce Wayne. He's he's had Dick, you know, as Batman while he's on jury duty. But him being there isn't really about Bruce Wayne, it's more about well, attacking the idea of Batman.
1: I think that part of it is the fact that every person in Bruce Wayne's life is defined by their relationship to Batman. Yes. And it's because Peter Parker, and we're going to talk about the game just for a second here, and this is, and this is why the game works and why Spider-Man as a character works so well in this uh, format is because everything that happens to Peter affects his life as Spider-Man. And so people will complain that, oh, sometimes the villains are too close to Spider-Man. How can they all be a part of his life? Well, that adds to the idea that he feels responsible for everyone. Yeah, and the things you see that happen in the game—no spoilers—but like at one point he's evicted, and there's a mission where you gotta track down trash trying to get your shit back. Yo, it's,
0: <laughs> yo, that that mission is so ridiculous. Like that's real. But bro. it's
1: something that would happen to Spider-Man. Like something would happen to Peter Parker. That shit would never happen to Carter or Bruce Wayne. Right. <laughs> right. Ah. <laughs> oh. But because they're so, they're so. it's so interesting, but I love the way you're talking about this because the game for me, and, and pairing it with Ultimate Spider-Man, it shows you that you can do homages and you can do tributes and you can do adaptations without directly copying from the source material and still make it impactful, particularly when you play off of some of the knowledge that the audience is gonna come in with.
0: Yeah, and and that to me is the back half of, of Ultimate Spider-Man leading up Spoiler alert: the death of the death of Peter Parker. Like Ugh. they do yeah. so.
1: That rips your fucking heart out still.
0: Oh no, it does. Like we'll get to that, but like the shit he goes through, especially when you realize. And again, we'll we'll come back to this, but like when he just had that conversation, was in the middle of having that conversation with Captain America, and that's when everything goes down. Like it's, whew, yeah. Um, but that's like it's that's what ultimate spider-man is to me you, you're watching Peter try to juggle everything in his life as the life around him falls apart as he literally just like there's a there's a point in here where he's having a conversation with jay jonah and this is in the this is when <clears throat> is after ultimatum is when you get into Ultimate's comics spider-man right and um he's having a conversation with jay jonah and jay jonah at this point knows that peter parker is spider-man i know it gets we'll get to that point guys we so, get we'll
1: it. get to trust that. me
0: but it's an interesting conversation. He's like, he's like, I want to help you. J. Jonah's like, I want to help you. What do you need? And Peter, like, again, every, and this is the funny thing that everybody comes across Peter and finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. It's just like, dude, you're doing it all wrong. Like, I would I would use my power for this and this and that. Like, Peter's basically like, um, I want my job back. He's like, why do you want your job making you back? So he's like, well, because I need my money because I need to go to college. He's like, why do you want to go to college? Like, you with your powers, you want to go to, that's what you want to do. It's like, yeah, I want to go to college. It's like, alright I'll pay for your college kid I'm gonna pay for your college I'm gonna pay to send you to college that's what we're gonna that's really what you want to do but I really want my job back like it's it's such a humbling you, you look at this kid and you're like he's Spider-Man but he wants to just be Peter Parker he just wants to be a kid he wants to do normal kid shit and that to me really it, like you, and you're watching J. Jonah just be like flabbergasted that that's all this kid wants right you're just like,
1: like he's more impressive than I thought he was
0: right you right <laughs>
1: You know, you're
0: like, this is, wow. Okay. You know, that's, he, he really is, he really is the, the symbol of good. So, but like that, that is the thing here. And, and as you get into this, the, this back half of these, these, so we're going from a uh, volumes 11 through 12, uh the 11 through 22 leads up to ultimatum. And then you get the, I can't remember, it was like 16 or 20 issues
1: 15 okay. issues of Ultimate Comic Spider-Man.
0: 15. 15 issues of Ultimate Comic Spider-Man that leads to the death of Peter Parker. Yeah,
1: starts up with 150 back uh, into one, Ultimate Spider-Man.
0: Right. Um, and
1: it's just so much... Crazy. Did like, you also okay. read the last issue of... Um, Sorry, to cut you off. Did you read the last issue of the entire series The uh, where they all meet and, uh, as you know, Peter comes back.
0: Yeah. From... Uh, Actually, I,
1: what was that no at the end of Miles' run
0: oh miles is run, okay okay yeah i know yeah okay. we. i think we covered that in my so basically what we're gonna tell you is once we finish this, we're gonna be like then go listen to our ultimate spider-man uh
1: uh, uh, uh. I, I need to talk about part of that
0: here. oh no, no we definitely do we definitely need to talk about it because because here's the thing about that is it's all one story exactly it's all one story because at, at, as we go through this you start seeing the hint of the rocks stuff that becomes really really heavy in the mile stuff like it's all one story. It, it reminds me so much of um, what Jason Aaron has done with with Thor, where you mm-hmm. have that quote unquote detour, if you will, of Jane Foster or Thor, but it's such a prevalent part of the Thor story and what's going on to the point of we're. Um, uh, it wasn't. I think it's the last issue. The, the, whatever issue it was where um, wo, wo, Phoenix Wolverine and All Father Thor are fighting God Doom. I,
1: yeah, which it, is just a great sentence.
0: I just just. <laughs> Take that sentence in for a while, but at one point in that fight against Doom, when when Thor and, 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 and Wolverine are actually getting their asses whooped by God Doom, like you know, Thor brings up Gore is right again, and I'm just like, are we still doing that? We like even, oh, that's,
1: even the, that, that's the whole thing. Is right. the the bottom of it is that Gore was right?
0: Right. Like even even at the end of time, he still that that what Gore did to the Thor and what Thor had to go through with that. It still sits on his mind, but again, you you see in that whole it's 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 one story. Same thing happens with, with Ultimate Spider-Man here. It's it's one story. So even when you move over into Miles, what happens in this Peter run informs how people first react to Miles and. Yeah. And how Miles gets taken. Because, because everybody... Cause, so cause, what is? Because another thing, too, is everybody's kind of like, when when they finally do accept Miles, they're kind of like, okay, we're not going to let this, what happened to that young kid, Peter Parker, happen to you. You need to get training. You need to go through this. You need to do this. We're all going to be there to support you. No more of this. You're carrying the way of the world on by yourself.
1: You who he is? You
0: know who he
1: is? Who? Tim Drake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he's like... Jason died. Everyone's like, "Well, this just got real fucking serious." And there's another one. We're doing it differently. You and that's
0: what happened. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely. You're absolutely right. That is exactly what happens. And there.
1: Man, you know, I the world needs a Spider-Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. God damn. That's a. Yeah, that's a good point. But like I said, it's, it's it's all just it's all it's just all very very. Like I said, if if you have not, if you just started reading those first one, those first fifty nine issues, you got to carry on. And I would say again, once we're we're gonna stop at the end, and you know, uh, 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 Deepon, will talk about you know, that that one issue there. But we're gonna stop there. But literally, go jump over to the Mile stuff because it it really picks up from from where we're going. And a lot of the characters you see here show up again in there, like I. Wasn't um yeah, uh, even, and when you read the the Miles stuff, also pick up the the Ultimates book that came with that stuff as well. Right. That also ties into all this stuff.
1: So um, I think, I think something that we could really speak to before we get too far into it: the beauty and power of letting one creator tell one story. Oh, absolutely! Uh, and yeah, end of years run. It's one hundred and thirty-three. It's it's uh, excuse me, one hundred and sixty total issues. And it's Brian Michael Bendis writing his Spider-Man story. From birth of Spider Man to the death of Spider Man. And it's awesome. And you're right. It continued on. Like other characters, because he does not write that Ultimate book. So other people get their hands on Miles. Yeah. But from the beginning of Miles' story, it's. And if you go, if you continue the Miles' story, the end of the Ultimate Universe and kind of the coda he included in Miles' book, mm-hmm. where you see that the spoilers, the Ultimate Universe survived um, post Secret Wars. You see the future of Miles. You see the future he wanted for Miles, and the future he wanted for Peter. And it's it's fucking heartbreaking to me. It's just one of those things. It's like, like watching when, when he kills Peter in this in this volume, in this back half of our discussion, you feel like you watched a child die because you did. Because the thing is, we've been reading Peter since he got bit. Like it's yeah. so it's such it's a unique experience in superhero comics that are so cyclical. And so, you know, there's only certain things you can break in the box before you get the box to someone else. Because Ben is just telling his story the entire time.
0: You, you, know, you, know what's, you know what's even crazier is when you realize that end story is only about maybe two years?
1: What, exactly. I did that too. I was like, wait a second.
0: Because at one point, they're like, yeah, it's been a year since. I'm like, whoa, what? What the fuck? <laughs> huh? I'm like, because then again, in, because you, because when you make it, when you make Peter Parker real, when you make it ha- him matter, when you start going, it's all happening in a year, and like, wait, so let me get this straight: this fifteen-year-old kid over these years, because again, so we come into Volume Eleven, and just, just so we can get it, because Volume Eleven starts with Issue Sixty, and I think Issue Sixty is when it happens. Carnage comes in and kills Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy dies in Issue Sixty. All right, and like, because basically, uh. Uh, Dr. Connors uh, took some of Peter's blood and got Peter's permission to experiment on it, started looking at it, and they started using that, and it created basically, and it's, it's so weird to me, it's this, it's like the Captain, he's like, it, it, they, they turned the Captain America thing where everything kind of, all the, all the non-mutants in, 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 in the Marvel Universe kind of can be traced back almost to like, the, uh, uh, anybody who's been man-made can be traced back to the recreate, trying to recreate the super soldier program of Captain America, right? right?
1: It, it, it's the logical, I love how Bennett's approached this world because he was able to kind of create it, but if, if you think of Captain America not as this glowing guardian of good or the sentinel of liberty, but as a super weapon, yeah. what would he do? Especially if he vanished, what would immediately happen? An arms race. And that's what the entire backdrop of the Ultimate Universe is. Particularly when we get into some of the, I don't think we'll ever cover the X, like Ultimate Run, like we're doing this. Right. Some no. of those here. Mutants are man-made in the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. They're creating a lab. Wolverine is one of the first of them. Um. It changes the way the universe works. But it makes it interesting. It makes it different, distinctly different, because it ties it to, like you said, the thing Bendis has been harping on since the beginning. I think issue three or issue four, Kong says something to the effect of, "There used to be no superheroes. Now there's Spider-Man and villains and the Avengers. Next, and flying everywhere. What if it's all building towards
0: hmm And what you find out here and a lot of the stuff that comes in after this is, you know, using so the new the new arms race then becomes off of Oz and. Spider Man's blood, and 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 how Spider Man got his power, and so you get so many things built off of that, and so many things either directly or indirectly. Like, so with, with with Carnage, it's a direct thing, right, where you have this monstrosity that <laughs> Ben Riley, a black guy, yeah, they, yeah. They
1: very made, very nicely done, Michael. Spider Man, yeah, they made. Uh, uh, you no, know, like business's writing. If you're about to listen to this, we're about to um, suck his writerly dick for a while because nice. this is some amazing writing.
0: Yeah, no, um, they took the suit, started doing experiments on it, and what they created was basically, it it, was, it, it. it they started growing, and it basically becomes like, and you'll see this later on because to the Clone Saga stuff, almost like a Peter Parker symbiotic clone, because it's like, it, it was it was part Peter's blood, and I think it also used part of the suit. And, which is
1: why it had his father's blood,
0: yeah. Which had his father's blood in it, and... It, it obviously is trying to, it goes after, it, 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 it tracks, it, it kills Gwen Stacy because it, it tracks Peter well, to his well, house.
1: Before it tracks Peter to his house, it's basically feeding on people to run, reconst- reconstitute itself, to, right. to grow. Right. It needs blood, it needs energy, whatever it's using. I think it's blood pretty specifically in this to grow. So it drains people and it's get, regaining its genetic memory. So part of the memory is the Parker house. Mm-hmm. And we find out later that it's not Peter, it's his father. Because that's what Carnage is solidifying into. Yep. But it's it's all an option of his father's desire to be good. The suit was built, as we covered last time, on the desire to be good. It was supposed to, to be a way to, to fight cancers and heal people. Instead, it was turned into a weapon. And that's what it is here. A weapon, a disease, a pathogen. And when he finds Gwen dead at his house, which, by the way, if you remember, Gwen just found out he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the issue before. Yeah. And her awareness, she's like, oh, it seems like everything's in color. And, you know, oh, my God, everything makes more sense now. And before the issue, she dies, she and MJ have the talk. She's mm-hmm. like, I see Peter as, like, my weird little brother who happens to save people. Like, and they have, they get to have some closure with their relationship. And then they fucking kill her. And it's, yeah. it, reading it month to month, this came out, I think it was September of four. Mm-hmm. It. it was like, wait a second. Yeah, because you finally turned the Gwen corner, and you felt like as a reader, they weren't going to go to the well of let's kill Gwen Stacy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he does it in a way. This is what I'm talking about. We take the expectations of an established fan base and use them against them. Right. That's why I was against the shot for shot filming of, of Watchmen mm-hmm. Well, and the- because there's a better story, there's a different story to be told. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. But here, I got to say, this is a better Carnage story.
0: Oh, it is. Oh, it well, is. what they did with Carnage and Venom is yeah. is way oh. better because we later get in when we get the War of the uh, I think it's War of the Symbiotes and like the whole thing with Eddie. Like it's well, not only just that. So so they kill Gwen Stacy, uh, and you're like, well, how is that any better than when they did it before? Well, the other thing too is it's not just Peter that's affected by this; it's mm-hmm. also May Parker, you know. Okay. And and what they do, what they do with Aunt May is also. Also great here as well, where you know, and again we're gonna be jumping around a little bit here, but like May goes from having this young girl that she took in, you know, die, and then when when because spoiler, Gwen comes back, you know, um, by the time you get to the end of of uh, Peter's run, when you get to Ultimate Comics, uh, uh, Spider Man, Aunt May's basically set up a Wayward School, uh, Wayward Home. <laughs> For lost for lost superhero children, you know, because Bobby, Bobby Drake is living there. You have Johnny Storm living there. They're both uh, cousins of Peter Parker. You have Peter there. You have Gwen Stacy there. Who we'll talk about how yeah, she comes back.
1: If it, sounds, if it sounds ridiculous. Trust me, every character in the series is like this. Is such a bad idea.
0: Yo, no, no, but that's the thing that makes it so good. It's like it's it's not a good idea, but you could also it's it it's it, it's because the way they do this because. The, the the way they do Ultimate Spider Man, they make things real. So this idea that Peter, this young kid, would be able to keep his secret for so long. And again, because remember, this is only really a year and a half to two years, right? It doesn't make right. any sense. So in this series, a lot of people find out that Peter Parker is Spider Man. And we'll get into when May finds out uh that he's that, that he that he's Spider Man. But like it matters. So
1: um, uh, my favorite issue of the entire run is one eleven. It's called the Talk.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, It's, no, when, no. They hand,
1: it's when they hand, hand the art rings over from Bagley to Imman, and yes, we'll talk about that one.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, issue tw- uh, volume twelve is called Superstars. Well, oh, it was well,
1: yeah, one eleven. One of my favorite issues is detention issue sixty five. Mm. They end up in detention because there's a fight in the hallway, and. Um, it's kind of like these people, it's so interesting because Flash Thompson, Mary Jane Park, Mary Jane Watson had to do Flash does. Um, Peter Parker, these characters have certain baggage and we bring things to the table, but the changing was able for them as their teenage selves, as the characters in the series, to kind of what's going on with it. And you get to see Flash isn't the guy he pretends to be. He actually cared about Quinn, he was interested in Quinn. You get to see Peter talk to Khan and be like, look, man. Your guy flash. I know it seems like, like harmless pranks, and it seems like kids being kids, but people like that grow up to hurt people because they never learn it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting. It's so refreshing. People say, I don't want politics or messages in my comments. I'm like, motherfucker, you better yell Brian Binders from 2004 because he wanted a message. And that's real. Like, that's him saying to Khan, like, you're not a good person because you let a bad person boss
2: you around.
0: I have it here because because you're right. It, it fits into the, all the things people are trying to me Like, well, oh, just because I vote for faces doesn't make him doesn't make a bad <laughs> person. <clears throat> he's like so Kong's like, dude, you need, you and him just need to sit down and Kong. I'm no I've known class Thompson since I was seven years old. I met a lot of bad people. He is a bad person. Sure, now he's just he's just one of those guys who likes to bust on everyone, takes his shots, gives a wedgie, dumps a bucket of something on someone's head, and everyone laughs. Just jokes, right? He gets to say he gets to say and do whatever he wants because he's got a basketball jacket and a nice haircut. Because really, in this world, I really—I guess all you need is a nice haircut, which is funny because later on they give, um, like it's kitty, uh, kitty, uh, uh, kitty, Gwen, and 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 MJ conspire to give uh, Peter a haircut. Is the funniest shit in the world. So, um, but anyway, um, here's the thing: he's gonna grow up. He's gonna become a man, and because you have rewarded him for his behavior year after year after year, because his parents don't seem to care, because all he knows is now, uh, because all he knows now is that it's okay to act this way, to treat people like this, he's gonna grow up to be a full-grown, greedy, mean, selfish liar. The world is filled with them. The world's being run by them, and your friend is one of them. You need to learn this and learn it fast. This is the world. This is why Gwen is dead. This is why Harry is gone. This is why half of us don't have parents anymore. Because good people don't get to be happy, and suddenly they don't get to live. We sit here and wait for these t- evil, two-faced, greedy liars to step on our heads. He goes, "Me too. You too. What? Am I one of these people? You're best friends with someone who treats you like crap. He hangs around with you. I'm sorry, but he hangs around with you solely to make himself feel superior. And the truth is, you are ten times the guy he is. But you let him treat you like this. You let him. Yeah, I'm. Oh. <laughs> you're right. That was a, that. That was another great, great. Great little app. Uh. It's
1: it's so, and it, and it never feels like a very special issue of Ultimate Spider Man. It never feels like, oh, here's the lesson you should learn pat and dry because guess what? Osborne was getting his money through shield contracts. Like there's no, I love that Peter realizes it's, it's kind of, it's almost like being a teenager and reading this because no one tells you that's the lesson you're supposed to learn. And you just want mm-hmm. a lesson.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You have those moments in your life where things crystallize for you, things that people have been telling you. Makes sense and that's how the comic works it's never like Gwen died so let's take two issues to remember. no Gwen dies in the middle in the beginning of that fucking arc Yo, Peter's gotta fight
0: yeah yeah I, early on he's
1: gotta fight his father he's gotta fight a thing that has his father's face and then he decompresses and then it weighs on him and he's able to reflect and say look man you can't just say Flash just being a guy and then I need to give him a chance he's an asshole
2: mm-hmm
1: Yeah, and assholes. broke to be spoilers. Assholes. Assholes with power. And then it's so gripping at the end when he's sitting on the roof and MJ wants to talk to him. He's like, "I can't." Just, she says, "He says you're the guy who makes the world better." She says, "Then we're all in a lot of trouble." Mm-hmm. She says to herself, "Come on, Pete, snap out of it." And he saves the woman from that mugging and basically yells at the mugger, "Like this is not what the life has to. be This is not what life can be." Right. Oh fix, change it. Yeah. And he just, it's all a kid dealing with the fact that he lost his friend and he couldn't save her and it sucked. Yep.
0: And and he feels for, and that's again, the Parker guilt is always feeling responsible. In, in the back of the day, because even though it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was uh, Connors who, who did all this, he gave the permission for Connors to use his blood. And so he feels responsible. Like everything that Peter does, he feels responsible for this stuff. Um, you get now. You get two light ep- issues after that, where I guess I'm calling light, where uh, somehow Peter and um, well, no, it's not somehow. We know exactly how it happened. Peter and <laughs> Peter and Logan switch bodies.
1: So the next uh, what was it? I guess twelve. Volume twelve is the collection of stories.
0: True, because that's, that's also the stuff that has um uh, uh Johnny yeah Johnny yeah Johnny and yeah, Doctor Strange. So yeah, they get they they they, they decompress. I, I don't think it's twelve because. Harry comes back in
1: soon. It's whatever, I don't have the number. It's 66 through 71. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot the number of the volume. 60, but,
0: it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a volume 12, it's 66 through yeah. 71. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And those are the lighter the lighter issues uh, that you need to take a break from because like I said, it's, um, and I know you're right, I think the next one in, in the actual timeline of the story is 73, but these are just kind of taking a break cause, because again, like Peter's also framed. You need you, you need you need to decompress, um, but they do set the they do set the groundwork for things that come in later. Mm.
1: But uh, like Johnny showing up for two issues was nice, was fun, and kind of sets up who he's going to be in the future. I like I like the Wolverine. I, I like the the beginnings of the the Logan and Peter body swaps. Oh yeah, Vince is basically like, look, we tried it. It was something.
0: It was a thing. <laughs> well, the other thing too the, to bring up the Johnny stuff is like the, 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 the what matters with the Johnny stuff because you're going to get the Johnny stuff, and then when we bring in uh Kitty by because it's one of the, it's one of the things that I don't I don't think you really got a lot of in six at least not in our during our time of reading Peter Parker in Six One Six is you get a lot of these times with like what happens if with, with Peter who a who has a secret identity and nobody knows is a hero what happens when out, out, superheroes, you know, start hanging out with Spider Man, or, God forbid, start going to his school. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that react to it? Because now you have this dynamic where they're like, well, "Dude, you just be out, you you just be out like we are." Why do, they don't understand? And you see the different, you see the different in his own age group of they don't understand the responsibility he feels and how he has to he has to be the, the, to protect. Like when we bring the kitty up in a minute, but like with Johnny, like your entire family has superpowers right like you live in a, you live in the baxter building you live in a like you know it's funny like he's sent back to school right you know you you live around these people where that you, you don't have to worry about them taking care of themselves because they can t- they can do that i live with my aunt i live with, yeah. I, I go to school with regular kids who quite frankly have varying opinions on not just spider-man but mutants liz we'll get to in a minute right so it's like it's it's you you start you start down seeing again why Spider Man and Peter Parker are so much different than everybody else. So, um, volume thirteen is is called Hobgoblin, and um,
1: we get the return of Harry Osborn, and uh... it continues to be heartbreaking. That's what it is. It continues to break your heart because what they've done with the Osborn family in the Ultimate Verse is they they streamlined everything, they cleaned it up. And they made the entire family tragic as fuck. It's, ooh, boy. It, and it's all crazy-ass Norman's fault. Yes. Every it, drop of it.
0: I mean, he, what he does, his son, and I will say that that's the one difference between um this and we'll get into uh, a PS4 a, a Spider-Man a little bit. I actually feel like PS4 Spider-Man uh, uh, and PS4 Spider-Man uh, Norman Osborn actually gave a fuck about Harry, like he actually cares about his son. Oh,
2: he cares a lot. He too cares. much. Like,
0: I, I, I was almost like, "Well, that's different. That's new. He actually loves his son." Like this Harry Osborn, though, literally has he he turns his son into a hobgob
1: Well, he brainwashes him, which I think is interesting well, because too. we see him talking to his therapist so often earlier in the series. And you're like, "Oh, he's just a kid who got a therapist." Like that's not that weird. <laughs> it becomes super weird. Because he's, he's because. His therapist is brainwashing him, and it's
2: oh, yeah, cellar mm-hmm. door, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah.
0: And um, when he returns, this is also the volume where Peter and MJ break up because Peter, when 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 Harry comes back, um, because Peter never has really broken down the Osborne stuff to MJ, so he's telling MJ's like, stay away from Harry. I know he's your friend. I know he's our mm-hmm. friend. You gotta stay away from me, Harry. You gotta Look, listen to me.
1: Also, he's also at the time when like, he's been told by Fury like maybe it's people who shouldn't know who you are. Right? Fury is Fury is, is Fury's such a dick. shit. but it's he's not wrong. Like it's a it's a situation where you're like oh shit, maybe you're uh, a little bit right there because people knowing who he is isn't going well. Like the whole the suit, like it was into the, the suit thing. He's like, kid, I know it feels good to tell someone, but you gotta realize you're more responsible than that shit because. You're, you're you're dragging them into a world that they can't survive in, mm-hmm. and so like you're right. Like I am on your side here. Fury is a dick, particularly in this universe, but at the same time, I'm like I get why he's saying what he said.
0: Oh, oh, no, no, no! I hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree with what he's saying. And it's not even like 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 Fury is telling Peter what to do. He's basically saying, basically, possibly, like maybe people shouldn't know. Like, have you, you haven't thought this through? Because again, you're fifteen. <laughs> you know, you're
1: fifteen. <laughs> yeah, it feels <laughs> good. The last for... time, you're fifteen.
0: And It feels good to let your, your girlfriend know, but she's already broken up with you once because she couldn't do it now she's you're back with her and now you're so worried about something and that's what happened with the hairy thing like um she also <laughs> this also happens uh, MJ also gets infected with Oz, so I think that's during this so um no actually was this no is this during this one or later on I can't remember when she gets infected with Oz I think it might be later on you know what it is later on
1: the saga. yeah it, it, you're right it's it's Ain't does it to her.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's, it's later on. But like, you know, she's uh she gets in the harms way. Um Harry is Harry is is captured and put down. Cuz again, you got to remember I think this happened in the last volume we did this. The last time they were trying to capture Norman, they brought out Harry. So like Harry's right. been through a lot. And so yeah, Harry transforms into the hobgoblin and um Peter has to put, Peter has to, has to stop him. He has to stop his friend. Person he cares about. And, um, ends up breaking up with MJ because he's like, I can't do this. I can't, I can't be out there in the field and also have to worry about you. Cause he's basically like, you didn't listen to me. You know, yeah. I told you to do something. You didn't listen and you almost got killed. And you know, Peter's putting on the, uh, MJ doesn't understand that Peter's putting on the, the weight of the world on his shoulders. And it's just so much for him to deal with. And they'll have him also out there Worried about her when she doesn't listen to him. When he says, "Listen, I need you to go home. I need you not to. I need you not to be around Harry right now. Stay away from him." And you do it anyway. Remember that's how she got thrown off the the the, the, the bridge the first time, and he had to save her because uh, Norman kidnapped her when she was with Harry. So, and he breaks up. He's like, "Listen, I can't do this." So he breaks up with her. Um, you then get uh, volume fourteen, which is uh. Warriors which introduces a uh, Moon Knight. This is not the Marvel Knights one that uh, I have. The <laughs> there are no chicken wings. <laughs> oh,
2: so, okay. just,
0: like he's such a so good, so good. But um, Ugh. uh, but it's also around. I think this is also the time. It's either this one or four, fourteen and fifteen kind of run together to me. Actually, the next the next three volumes kind of run together for me because well, I've, I've
1: got all broken out here. So let's talk about them. Uh,
0: let's do fourteen. So fourteen is Warriors, and yeah. uh, that brings in uh that basically gets you your introduction to is it the, no not the marvel knight ones.
1: moon knight shang chi and iron fist
0: yeah there you go so you and it's and,
1: uh and black cat. It's inter-
0: and who black cat is also there i think that's the one where she Yeah, the return of black Cat, yeah, yeah. cat when she finds out that uh peter is actually a 15 year old kid and throws up on him
1: great great <laughs> movement but uh yeah this is this is kind of uh it's it's nice it goes back to the roots of this, this iteration of Spider-Man was kind of him being involved in the gang war. And I think that one of the things that happens in this back half of reading all this is that we take the, the concepts that have been introduced, such as maybe on or this uh, secret arm trace, or even organized crime, and it ratchets them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. This includes, mm-hmm. you know, people, oh, we dealt with Fisk. He's, he's still, you know, got a uh, federal, federal case coming. That's a vacuum. And that means Hammerhead's going to try to step in and so now you've got these other characters in here fighting Fist. So you get to see Moon Knight, who wears Fight to Superhero Fight, which is always going to be funny to me. Um, you get Chang chi and Iron Fist because Hammerhead's squeezing him down on Chinatown.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Spider-Man basically shows up as confused as possible, which is funny because it gets commented on later, where he's discussing how things usually go. talking to me, how these things usually go. He says, I swing in, I try to ascertain who's being shot at and why. I try to stop everyone. And then I leave before the cops shoot at me which is literally everything that happens here it really
0: is uh, like in that talk that talk issue is hilarious because just like she just finds out all of a sudden the peter him trying to talk through everything going like oh his life is
2: crazy
1: this is amazing yeah um but like he in the middle of the fight he just says screw it and webs everyone (laughs) i'm not doing this anymore this is ridiculous. Stop being crazy. I love how angry is an electric and you, Miss Tabby Fans. Like, <laughs> oh, it's all so good and so well done. And then um Yeah, you get the email you get the the annual where he meets Kitty Pride and they go on the first date, which is interesting.
0: Yo, I, ha- I literally have my nose is like, uh Peter gets all the hot chicks, yeah.
1: No, the the Parker look. It's so funny when they talk of the Parker look later, and Bobby and Donny are like, "Bullshit, this is bullshit." Right? Said, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> the Parker curse. What are you talking about?
0: Right. Because they don't, and they don't, because they don't know that he knows his bombshell because he's been fighting her, and he's not trying to get her, but he's just like, okay. he's just trying to was like, "Listen, I know you're, I know you're a super villain, so watch yourself." <laughs> right. And they're just like, but I want and Bobby's like, but I need a girlfriend. I need to talk yeah, to her.
1: Yeah, I, I called Dibs like, you can't keep saying that. Right, get, he's like,
0: "Yo, if Parker's around, you got to basically move in. Like, you can't, you can't call him." Yeah, like,
1: Look, man, that's what he does. I don't know how it works, but it does. I it. I don't get it? It works. Like, because um,
0: again, going back to the haircut thing, he literally has all his ex-girlfriends trying to give him a haircut. It's Gwen, MJ, and Kitty. You're looking at all three of these chicks going, "So Peter has done great for himself." Like,
1: yeah, but they're, they're all like, "You should see how this is how bad it is that we all agree you need a haircut." Like, <laughs> that's how bad it's gotten they show a picture of
0: him with his, his his pseudo it's like see see you have a round head you need to fix his hairs
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the next a volume is uh, Silver Sable uh, arc
2: mm-hmm. where
1: we get our first like where like Peter's been noticing that if you've been reading it and I think especially when it collected you notice it more the rock are popping up a lot in the background yeah uh, starting off with the octopus arc and moving on forward but we saw the 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 Reigning head of of uh, Roxon killed during the Octopus arc, so you're going to see who took his place. It's the less impressive Donald Roxon, who <laughs> sounds like his name, and he here yeah. silver-sable to capture and uh, questions Spider-Man as to why he's been actively he prevents another attack. I think this was from uh, Omega Red or Killer Shirk.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I think it was Omega Red.
1: Omega Red, yeah, which is a great. I Peter equipment during his fights, and he's like, "I do it because I'm nervous," but it's all very hilarious. <laughs> right. He's like, "I just beats the shit out of him." We get to see our first shot of damage control in the Ultimate Universe, mm-hmm. and we get to see that Spider-Man uh, tries to get kidnapped, or they try to kidnap him, and they end up kidnapping Flash Thompson, which goes back to, like, a very early Spider-Man story, like, Lee and Jitkel, very well done Brian. the But while this is all happening, so Peter is under assailment as Spider-Man because there's this mercenaries trying to kidnap him. He's also under attack at school as Peter because his new girlfriend showed up at the school his over from saw.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, because Kitty basically leaves the X Men. Does Kitty leave the X Men at this point, or is it later? Yeah. No, no. Well,
1: she's not very much still there.
0: No, she because he leaves the X Men. I think in
1: after the clone saga. Yeah, is it after clone saga? That, yeah. It is because that's when she yells at Professor X. Before. Yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. 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 Um, but yeah. So it's like it. 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 it, it so we'll get into the the the, the that that in a minute. But also the thing with Silver Sable is because. Everybody starts zeroing in on Peter Parker's school because they're like, wait, Spider-Man's around here too much. Spider-Man's a student. Um, and I'm not sure when they introduce her here, but at some point you get um, Jessica Jones uh, as a student, and she's it's like... Around
1: this, it's around this time, too. It's yeah, this is, this is the arc, because when, uh, walk, or, uh, when uh, she gets the picture of MJ uh, pounding over Kitty later on.
0: Right, right, right. This is so, where we first meet
1: her. Yeah, you're right.
0: So, um... And so you get this idea, so, so Peter now has to worry about the idea that people have zeroed in on, you know, Spider-Man being a, a student at, at his school. You have his new girlfriend shows up, which brings us into the inter- international dynamics. So, okay, cool. Peter's now, which again is, is is a thing that you think about. It's like, well, yeah, here's the thing. Peter's, a, Peter's in high school. The X-Men are also mostly young kids, too. If they cross paths, wouldn't it, they might date at some point? Yeah, that could happen. Okay, so now you have it, but here's the thing. The X Men are out. Everybody knows that Kitty Pride is an X Men. Everybody knows that she's a mutant. Nobody knows who Spider Man is. So if Kitty Pride and Spider Man are dating, then everybody, and then Kitty Pride is also dating Peter in school, then everybody would know that Spider Man is clearly Peter Parker, or Peter Parker is okay with Spider Man maybe banging his girlfriend.
1: So, it, it, it's, but you're right because it, it creates those problems, and like right before, like he gets to him a big problem because they're doing random back checks at the school. Mary pretty much confides that, yeah, I know you're dating Kitty Pryde, mm-hmm. and he gets rescued. Like that all gets averted by an uh, by Mark Raxson, the molten Man uh, in Spider Man's mask, mm-hmm. and he ends up getting kidnapped by Sable because. It's a really for one of my for my money, it's one of my favorite things about this is that they had Peter's power levels very consistent throughout the series. And when he's hopping around beating up Six Pack, you can't touch me. I have spider powers. <laughs> he's just saying it in syllables as he bounces around and webs them is like, not gonna work, not gonna work, not gonna work. And how's he getting followed up? By not listening to his goddamn spider sense he answers the phone. Right. <laughs> but spider hmm, I don't
0: know. But um yeah, and and and, and but uh, going back to the kitty thing, it, it, it matters because again you have this whole thing where now later on Kitty has to create her own pers- persona when she's going to be a superhero and she's with Spider Man, so she has her own little she got a new costume to wear that hides her identity. Oh,
1: that's the next. That's the uh, that's the next arc. Yeah. Oh, that's the next arc. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah,
0: it, it's it's one of these things. It it becomes this weird thing, but because nobody she doesn't understand because at first it's cool for Peter because. He's dating another superhero. Okay, cool. She understands the danger. It's not like dating MJ, who, who doesn't really understand the, how real this shit can get. But it's still different because, again, just like with Johnny, they're all out superheroes. He's not. He has to protect his identity, and that causes a strain, and that causes an issues. So anyway, um, where, where we are? we're still in the civil stable stuff. About them, yeah.
1: Silver so, so he ends up kidnapped and unmasked for the rocks. And everybody's just like, oh, and they run his prince. But this is we find out the Nick Fury min- minute when he said, I'm watching over this kid. He ran his prince, and the FBI gets alerted, and the shield gets alerted. They're like, oh, he's on the list. What do you mean, list? He's protected. And he starts hearing the, the merchants be like, i got to change my face again, right? <laughs> like, they're like, like, right, we're out of here because. He's on a list. And uh, <laughs> we do not we here to fuck with shield. We're out and checks the bills in the mail and then the vulture shows up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which they made vulture cool.
0: terrifying. <laughs> cuz it comes it comes up later on when and the, the 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 last two issues where he's like, "Oh man, he's got grenades. I forgot he does that thing." <laughs>
1: Nobody's when he's throwing the razor right blades at him yeah. what are you doing it's cheating he says okay grenades go back to the wing things right. go back to the feathers
0: ah so good. so good so good
1: it's it's so like that's how a kid would react to this. Shit. It's like this is insane like this is crazy i love the um, the issue where they mix in the dark tiles once there was a little boy named peter parker peter had an uncle who taught him a very valuable lesson that with great power there will also come irresponsibility. responsibility it's a good listen he tries to use every day. And that's why why most people would run away from troublesome situations like this and let the awful people who kidnap him deal with whatever this is all by themselves. Peter stays and fights the good fight. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, and like immediately regrets. And, and, and then he got to fight the vulture. And then I love the background, the backstory of the, uh, of Fury recruiting the Tinker, the tinker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like having, uh, Iron Man be like, no, we'll take care of it. We got this. Because yep. I cannot believe you called. You're so stupid. <laughs> what What do these things like? What do you got? Interesting. hmm And then the next arc is Deadpool, where you're right. The kiddies Peter thing becomes a problem.
0: Yeah. Because basically, uh, you know, Deadpool's not, also Deadpool's not funny. No. No, he's he, very he, scary. He's actually very terrifying. <laughs> right. Um but yeah it's it's you know you you find that that you know kitty uh, K- kitty has to you know they have to figure out a way to keep that different because again like you said you know they find out the world kind of sees that spider-man and kitty pride are dating so it's like if she's going to peter parker can't she can't date peter parker in real life because if mm-hmm. kitty pride is dating you know
1: because well, the world saw the world saw tv it's just deadpool they different i they had deadpool in the ultimate universe is that. ultimate it's a reality show where people come to the island and fight some kill or whatever. And mm-hmm. this time, they're going to hunt down the X-Men. Peter came to, uh, Peter ended up hopping on a Blackbird by accident almost, getting flown to Westchester. And he's on national television, or worldwide television, I should say, fighting the Reavers alongside the X-Men. He gets home and says, I got to tell him, and of course, he's staying over at her boyfriend's house. Her boyfriend named Miles Warren. Damn, you've been this, damn you, because then I was staring at her boyfriend for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, you look green. Look green for one fucking second, you jackal motherfucker. Let's go.
2: <laughs> and, it, and it becomes it, a
1: problem because yeah. the Mobius uh, arc is next, where Peter deals with the vampire. Yeah. Vampires.
0: We're dealing with this also? Vampires? Yeah. Um. Let's see. So we had that. I think anything after that is also Scorpion for a little bit. No, no. Oh, Scorpion's no.
1: beginning to clone. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Scorpion's beginning to
1: clone. After that is Annual 2. Where Moon Knight comes out of his coma, and we find out that Gene DeWolf, who's been helping Peter, she gets killed.
0: Well, because he's also, I mean, she gets killed by the oh, Punisher. Weird. She gets killed by the Punisher, but you also thought that Gene DeWolf was also working for, was not just working for the, uh, the uh, Wilson Fist, but was dating him.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, not, uh, great. Not, not great. Not great. Not great Um, The annual is notable because it's the first appearance of the kangaroo, who uh, becomes funny later on when he fights uh, Mobs for the first time. Yeah. Can um, you get to my favorite of the series, the Ultimate clone target.
0: Yeah, um, it's way different than
1: way different, and it opens like kind of like a return to, to form because it opens with Peter realizing that he's in love with MJ mm-hmm. and telling, and because Kitty asks, "Are you in love with MJ?" and he can't say no. All right, so he goes to the mall to talk with Mary Jane, and they get attacked by the Scorpion. And Peter beats, because he's Peter. And so it's like, Spider-Man's attacking them all. It's like, honestly, I came, I literally showed up after the guy's attacking them all. How am I attacking the all now?
2: <laughs>
1: but he pulled the mask off the Scorpion and it turned out to be Peter Parker. Yes. Which, holy shit, what? What? <laughs> yeah, so Peter goes, takes the clone, takes whatever this is, the are open because he knows the FF, and Mary Jane gets kidnapped after she gets home. And we're not showing how or why or by whom at the point and Peter tells the Fantastic Four that he is Peter Parker. He takes it off and says, look, guys, this is crazy. That can't be Peter Parker. I'm Peter Parker. And you find out that Reed has a program that tells you if Fury's lying over Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> Wait, you can do that? Yeah, yes. You don't? You, How you do you talk to him? <laughs> right, right. You have to do this, because Fury lies all the time, you know?
1: So we find out that MJ had been uh, kidnapped by another Parker. Clone who we've all, I guess, agreed to call Kane. Mm-hmm. He's got anything going on in his face. He's got, a, he's got the Kane face. Got, he has a Kane face. And um, when Peter finds out that MJ may have run away, and he goes back to the old warehouse, he runs into <sighs> Jessica Drew. It was a in this iteration it was a female clone of Peter Parker.
0: Which leads to several hilarity thing, uh, hilarious things later. Lots on. of weird
1: hugs. Lots of weird hugs.
0: One, there's the most awkward hug in the world when they hug. But <laughs> also the fact that it. Johnny basically has fallen in love with Jessica. Oh,
1: but also the fact that she's got uh, organic webs and Peter says, cool.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that was funny, like, later on when you find out, like, it was so funny, uh, again, when you get to ultimate comics uh comics, Spider-Man, and um, Johnny's like, yeah, I got a girlfriend now. I'm like, who? And, he started, and, and it's like, somebody you know, and, and Peter started listening to all the, the women he knows, like Black Cat, like all these other... Like, none of the. Wait, you know, Black? Who's Black Cat? She sounds hot. Like, no, who is it? It's like, he's like, oh no, it was one of these, a Spider Woman or something. He's like, wait, what? What did you do with her? He's like, Excuse me. I, I made, I'm, yo, we made out. He, he did, they didn't make out, but he's like, I made out with her. He's like, Peter just has to leave. He's like, oh my God, I cannot deal with this right now.
1: <laughs> it becomes a serious problem down the line. But Peter meets this female clone. She basically is like, look, stop freaking out, you weirdo. We're, I am your clone. We're going to figure this out. And he tries to find MJ. And goes home after dealing with Spider Woman, and finds Gwen Stacy in his house.
0: Well, Gwen Stacy with body with a uh, carnage face.
1: You don't know? Oh, yeah, that's how. No, 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 not at this point. Yeah, wait. I thought that was no. You're it's right. Better.
0: You're right. You're it's right. You're right. Cool. You're
1: right. And you you follow, You've actually played into one of my minor quibbles about the series you read it long form is that some of the beats are played again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think they're played. I think they're played in repetition for a reason. No, we'll, they talk about that well, the well,
0: well, they are because, uh, and again, I, I miss it because both times that Gwen says to come back, this is the only home she has. And right. and so, and you can also, so there's, there's two things, right? It's one of the only two homes he has, but both of those times, and again, you later find out, we're kind of jumping ahead here, I kind of spoiled it already, but that yes. this this Gwen ha- is basically the Carnage, uh, uh, is a Carnage clone and that, that has Gwen Stacy, looks like Gwen Stacy. But you could also kind of go back to the other thing too is, what did the what did Carnes do the first time it came out? It went to Peter's house. So both t- so both times, it Gwen this Gwen going to Peter's house makes sense, right? It's it's oh perfect. It's, yeah it's the house he's been there and you but you're right they do, if we do play it's easy to kind of get confused by this because some of the some of the beats play,
1: are they are the are same they but they're done right. and then I think it's said well because it's able to set you up and take you to another direction. So this time Gwen shows up. May shows up, and Peter's like, oh, okay, this is crazy. He's trying to explain to his aunt why a dead girl's in their kitchen, and he's like, fuck it, I'm a spider. And she says, prove it. Just, excuse me? <laughs> says,
0: right it. now, he prove it. it.
1: And she says, she's like, get down. <laughs> or she can get, like, full, like, mom angry Richard Parker walks You're saying to yourself, listener, who is Richard Parker? Richard Parker is the father of Peter Parker and the creator of the suit and possibly the reason all this shit this night is happening. Mind you, everything we're talking about happens in one evening.
0: Um, cause here's the thing. Uh, you know, Aunt May is getting mad at Peter cause he's been keeping this secret from her. But uh, May has her own secret.
1: Because she's not shocked to see Richard. She's just mad. Because apparently Richard had come to her months before and said, I'm back, I want to be my son's life. She said, you stay the fuck away from my son.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I erase him. Which, shout out to May, that's the reaction you need. So before all this can get sorted out, Richard decides they're gonna have cold pizza because they should calm everyone down. He admits that Quinn's a clone, and before he can say anything else, Nick Fury shows up with spider slayers. Or as Peter calls them, me slayers.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. So this, of course, irritates Quinn, which exasperates her condition. Her condition being, she's a red clone named Carnage. She turns into Carnage, starts destroying the slayers, she tells the, Fury. Tells the slayers to destroy the fucking house, and Aunt May has a heart attack. Peter leaves her with uh, with so, Richard and says, "I'm going to go stop this."
0: Yeah, Richard and Sue. Oh, is Sue. There, he's, the Fantastic Four show up at some point. They, yes.
1: show up, they show up after Fury. Fury gets attacked by Peter. He yeah. knocks the uh, knocks the eye patch off his head. Yeah, and doesn't force show up, and he's like, "Guys, this is my family. You got to help them." So Sue takes Mary, Aunt May, and Richard to the hospital. Uh, ben and Reed kind of subdue Carnage, and Johnny's just like, yo, what do you want me to do? Like, He's like, no, he's burning, like, he's telling the slavers there, who's friend. like, it's a payoff of the friendship they cultivated in that arc. Yeah. Uh, that, that tiny two-issue where Johnny goes to school there. Yeah, absolutely. So, Fury, they take her to, they take, they find Gwen, or they find MJ, and MJ re- was re- revealed to be transformed into a goblin too. They gave her Oz. They ruined her, as one of the clones later says.
0: Because, well, the clone that that the K- Kane that did mm-hmm. it because he's like, well, I realize how why we can't be together is because you really can't you can't protect yourself. I will give you powers like I have powers, and everything will be okay. Which is literally something the crazy a crazy clone or yourself would say
1: to your girlfriend or the woman you love at that time. So so Peter figures out that the Baxter's going to take care of her. He goes back to see Fury. And that's when Octavia shows up. Because who made these clones? Otto is allegedly working for the government. He doesn't have any, any arms, but he does have his piece of shit attitude and his stupid sneer. And after Fury dresses down Henry Peter Geirich for saying that he's running all of this, he says, Fury, I'm all yours. You give me and the clones ten minutes with our dad. And Fury's like, you heard him, guys. We're not the entire time. Ox is like, you're not in charge or You can't give me anything. And Fury's like, you heard them, doctor. We're not in charge.
0: Oh, here. And, and that's right. We, we should we should we should point out that it wasn't Nick, when we said the government. It wasn't Nick Fury and Shield. Basically, right. what it happened was, with, it was the yeah. CIA. The CIA. The, basically, what happened was the CIA went to I believe it was Ben Riley. So technically, <laughs> so they they tied Ben Riley into the whole Clone Saga here. Uh, we went to him and was like, hey, listen i would like to work for us? And they went and got, got, uh, audio Octavius and they got all these people and they're like, Hey, yeah, we need, you know, basically again, the arms race, right? If shield is doing all this stuff, cause you know, Shield have put together, I think this is, they did the, he did the sinister six in, in, in the, the first set of volume in part <laughs> one, right? If Shield couldn't do all this stuff and do all the stuff off the books, we uh, need the arm rates inside of the U S government too, doing the same thing. We need our own version of this stuff. So they went out, behind uh, 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 Nick Ferry's back and got, got all this stuff on, on their own. And so Nick was like, you know what? You're right. This is not my jurisdiction. I'm going to let you guys handle it yourselves. <laughs> Father and sons. And, How about that?
1: And that's when it's revealed that Otto didn't need the arms ever. Hmm. He just liked the arms. He controls the metal.
0: He's basically... He kills on...
1: some of the drugs. He's basically Magneto. Yeah. yeah. And Peter and Jessica beat the shit out of them. In a very quick, a very quick, less, but very fun fight. Mm-hmm. Peter goes back to the admits he loves MJ, gives her a kiss. And Richard says, hey, we can take away your power, Sue, if you want. He goes to check on his Aunt May. And this is where Sue tells him about Richard. Mm-hmm. Says, if you're following along at home, you should probably figure out that Richard's not Richard. Richard's a clone of Peter who they aged. That's why he couldn't save May when he had a heart attack, because his memories were fake. He didn't have the knowledge he presented. Right. And uh, he died with, in front of Sue. And Peter, you know, he's, he's basically lost a lot. He's lost his home. It's been destroyed. He lost his father, which he thought would return. He lost his mother figure, who's had a heart attack. He lost his secret identity. to his mother figure. But he gets something to the end here, too, because Fury says we built the Spider-Slayers to stop you because your life has fucking sucked. And no one would blame you if you stabbed and became a secret. Mm -hmm. And Peter's like, but I didn't. He's like, you didn't. He said, thank you. (laughs) That's what I've been screaming. I know I can be trusted. And it's so cathartic because that's how he, I get his frustration. He's like, you keep doubting me and I keep doing the right thing. Could you please give me half a fucking shot? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Uh, I want to go back
0: to the, the Richard Parker slash Peter Parker clone dying somebody brought up all the time that 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 panel uh that page with, with sue when he's he's about to die he's fading out and he's talking to sue and he's like will you be his friend who peter he's gonna need friends after this they're gonna need people and he probably won't he's an orphan he just doesn't think to rely on other people for help will you do that will you be his friend will you be his friend if he needs it which pretty much sums up because if, if you think about it, as we get later on to this that's what ends up happening like more people find out who Peter is, but you start finding out that Peter really isn't as alone as he thought he was. And everybody really is there to kind of support him. Um right. And kind of gets into, um, right, you know, because him, uh, when, him and Aunt May have never had, had a talk about him being, when she reveals he's Spider-Man, because literally he reveals it. Like, like the night that all, like, again, we, we have to go back to the idea that everything that happens in Ultimate Spider-Man is such a condensed timeline. Clone talk is one night.
2: Clone the song. entire
1: clone talk is one evening.
0: So Aunt May finds out he's Peter. He's he's Spider that her basically her son is, is Spider Man. And this is after um I want to say at some point around then because she basically says you're not my she kind of snaps on Peter at one point. I don't know if it's around that night or a couple issues before then. He kind of so
1: it's that night because she snaps and says you are not my son. Right,
0: because he's just like, all of the stuff he's putting it through. And so well, well, they, so him and. Him and Ami didn't didn't really have a talk about him being Spider Man. So, but while he's in the hospital in this coma, he's like, "I was lying. I was lying to you. I didn't trust you as much as you trusted me." And, and what hurt the most was you said I wasn't your son, because to me, I am your son. I am. I have to be, because to me, you're my mom. You know, it's just, ooh, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's it gets you, but it's a lot, man. Right, it's a lot. And then also. And, and, and my fr- Go ahead. go ahead. No, I'm gonna bring up the kitty thing because kitty. cause. No, it was it, not, it was okay, not. go 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 ahead then.
1: So the kitty thing is interesting because this is why she ends up leaving the ex the the, the mansion because she's screaming at, at at Professor X like, look, he never wanted her. To know. this is not how she wanted her to find out. You got to take it back. You got to do it. You've helped us before. I know what you've done. Do this for him. And they go. And uh, before they leave the mansion. Uh, she's screaming at all the X-Men, and Skycops just turns to President. Looks like we're going to get the best get because she seems very insistent. Mm-hmm. And they fly there, and she's insisting that he help, and insisting that he do this. And then she watches him have that conversation with May and May, to say, "Come here, and hug him, and all that stuff." And Professor X was right.
0: Yeah, not to take away, not to remove the 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 memory that that Peter or Spider-Man from Aunt May. And he says no, and Kitty is furious. Not to mention she also has witnessed uh, Peter kiss MJ a couple times during this. Six.
1: Has that happened yet?
0: Yeah, cause she, does, she does it once, and then at the end, he does it again. It happens twice. Okay. It happens twice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll be like, ooh, Peter, mm, bad move.
1: Just poorly timed. It's a poorly timed. It's
0: all right. I mean, I, it, but here's the other thing too: is you got to realize it's like again, it was a long night, yo. It's a long night with a lot of things going on. Like his sister, his sister is well, actually, no. Like he finds out his sister is not his sister because again, Gwen Gwit, says uh, at the time he's considering a sister, which gets awkward later on. Um, but yeah, it's it's oof, a lot. So, yeah, um, it is a
1: lot, and and it, it's 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 he- it's heavy and weighty and. At the end, we get to see the fallout because we get to see Fury has the, the scorpion and, and the Gwyn clone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we get to see that Mary Jane's is suffering some pretty serious PTSD seeing Kane behind her in the uh, mirror. Mm-hmm. But uh, we leave here with her cure of Oz, with Peter rejecting the idea to cure himself, and um, certain clones are in possession to cure. Because then we go to Ultimate Nights, which goes back oh, again. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, before then, though, we, we then get your, your favorite issue, The
1: Talk. Uh, no, no, The Talk is after Ultimate
0: Nights. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's 111. It it, it was... 111,
1: Ultimate Nights is 106 to 110. Is it?
0: Oh, you're yes. right. Shit, I forgot there was a long time. A couple of years before then. he's in right.
1: hospital. Like, she had all You're honest, right, you're hostile. right.
0: She doesn't come out. Yeah, you're right.
1: So, Ultimate Nights is basically, uh, <laughs> first, MJ's like, you gotta break up the kitty. Like, you can't let her find out this way. And before he can, like, come to the decision to do it, Kitty is now the newest student in Midtown, in mid-town High School, and she's in his class. <laughs> because that, my friends, is Parker. luck. Peter at lunch goes to break up with her, and he says, I made a heat for six. She says, oh, please let me be that mistake. <laughs> there really was no winning for Peter. I commend him for trying. Good job, good effort. <laughs> good job, good effort. <laughs> Both played hard, my man.
0: You win some, you lose some. Sometimes you lose and lose. So just what I gotta say. Um.
1: Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's it's so part of this because I want to read every appearance of this version of Peter Parker. He appears in Spider Man Two uh, Issue Five as well. There, I don't know if you've read Spider Man Two, but it, it's Peter and, and Miles again. But this time they're both in the Earth Six One Six, and they give a falling out during the series. And He says. Maybe you don't need to be Spider-Man. And the reconciled at the end, beginning of issue five, he says, this is our 616 Peter saying, I've always felt weird about you being Spider-Man. I'm proud and it weirds me out too. I have both feelings in equal measure. I guess I always have. I think that's fair. It's not because of you as a person, only because I was a teenage Spider-Man too and I know how much, how much, how much, and then Miles finishes the sentence, how much a Spider-Man is pain.'
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I really liked about Ultimate Nights and then going into the talk, is that we get to see that Peter isn't alone in his pain. Like, everyone who meets who ends up meeting him on that rooftop is hurting because of fists somehow. So the way it all opens is that Peter's on campus and a man in red glasses walks over and says, Hi, I am Matt Murdoch, attorney at law. And... He says, Do I know you? And he's like, MJ, go, walk away. Go to class. <laughs> <laughs> and, Daredevil, I don't want, I don't think I still have the, the panel pulled out. Let me check really quickly in my tablet. He goes, no, I don't have it up anymore. But he walks on the campus and is like, you know me. He says, kind of, maybe? He says, what if I, and then he quotes Daredevil to him. Yeah. When he calls him a child and he shouldn't belong on his rooftops. It,
0: let me see, I, I think I have it open. Let me see if I can find it. it, it it's, it's actually quite hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, you're such an asshole. <laughs> like Matt Murdock, you're being an asshole right now.
1: Well, because um, at the end, like even when he shows up later, he's like, dude, don't show up my civilian life. That is not fun. Yeah, not
0: fun he, he, Yeah, he says, what if... I called you a baby who has no excuse for being in a costume. You should get your immature butt home before you get yourself or your, or more importantly, me killed. Daredevil. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's like, what is this? Get out of here. What? Are you blind? You can't come to my school like this. Talk to me like this. I have a life. How'd you find me? (laughs) Poor Peter. I'm just saying
1: poor Peter. It's so much. It's, it's so, it's so much. And this ultimate nice thing, it sucks because the plan, they meet on the rooftop. It's Daredevil, Shang-Chi, Moon Knight, Dr. Strange and Iron Fist. They decide they're going to take down Fist. And they needed someone to go in and to be Fist's bodyguard. And they vote for the craziest man on the rooftop because there are no fucking chicken wings. And Moon Knight is going to go undercover <laughs> in his fractured psyche and create a new personality that is here to be Lord of the Kingpin. I, I, have, to, a-
0: go ahead. I have to read the chicken wing thing. because it's, well, it's Read it. Let me, let me make sure I have it. It's um. Oh God, do I not have it? I'll oh, keep keep going. Then I'll I'll find it. I, I know I okay. have it somewhere.
1: The Moon Knight, who if you know from Six One Six, is normally shown as kind of unhinged. He's shown with at least four distinct personalities in this series. At least one of which is a little girl who seems to be in charge. Which I think so. Um, but they're like, hey man, maybe we shouldn't create a new persona, and that's what they do. They create this Ronin persona. Doctor Strange gives him a mystical power. It makes him look a little different. And he says, I'm gonna be, I'm here to try not to be fist's fist. He says, Bring me Spider-Man. And so Moon Knight in this new garb shows up at fucking Midtown with guns, knives, <laughs> and determination to bring back Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's all in the news, it all goes ugly. Daredevil hears about it, it all goes bad. And they're like, and and they all meet on the rooftop again to talk about it. And after which Spider-Man shows up and punches Daredevil in the face. Because when he took, when Daredevil, let when spider was taken from the school, he was taken to Fisk. He was unmasked again in front of Fitz. Fisk says, I don't want to run your prints. My friends here say you're on the list, so I can't know who you are. Which is fine, because what you don't know is that your trademark was owned by the company that brought you, that <laughs> brought you your first suit, and I bought that company, which means I own you. And he's holding a Spider-Man doll and says, I own you, hitting him in the face of it. it says, whatever you do. Don't stop being Spider-Man. Don't want anything that happens here or forward stop you from being who you are because being who you are makes money. I tell you what, if you do get too far out of line, properties like you, there's usually a nostalgia pop for 90% for a short time but usually flattens out to nothing. And while I'd rather make more money over long-term, I'll take a little bit of money quickly. So don't piss me off. And then he tells them that Matt Murdoch's his lawyer and the whole thing was set up to screw with him, mm-hmm. which is why Peter hits him.
2: Uh but then, Yeah.
0: Got, I found the panel. Keep going. We'll I'll do it at the end of the panel, the chicken wings. Okay. Go ahead.
1: But then they find out, he goes back and he's confronting your devil saying, You know, you always known. you 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 tell him who I was? He's like, No, I didn't tell him who you I don't know who you are. And that's when that Murdoch's law office blows up. And we realize that we're watching the tail end of Born hmm And you're like, holy shit Born again happened in this universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he a law offer. And he says, and that's when Daredevil says to Iron Fist, did you tell him how my powers work? Oh, wait, that's right. You have no idea how my powers work. I'm a walking human lie detector. I can smell your, you are sweating more. I can feel your heart beating. I know you gave us up Iron Fist. And Iron Fist admits it. Because mm-hmm. like, I got a kid. It came in my, my kid's life or yours. It's not a hard choice. Right. Me. And he goes back and tells King that. He says, if he didn't kill you, I would have killed you. He said, the kid wouldn't have let him kill me. And besides, they wanted me to do something else. What's that? To stall you?
2: Because
1: <laughs> they no broken in. He's got Vanessa by the neck. He's got King love, his wife, by the neck. And he's threatening to kill her. And that's when Peter's like, hey, you kill her, and you you kill her, and you're worse than you're just as bad as You can't do it, you can't come back. And you, you leave the country tonight, talking to Fisk, says, you know I can call the fury on you. You know I can. <laughs> so leave, never come back. Fisk asks, yeses. He says, please don't make it personal. It was just business. And Spider-Man says, you really don't know when to shut up.
0: <laughs> it, what what so funny about the whole thing is you, you get Peter as, as as much as, you know, going back to that, that first. And I love how they, they tie everything together. You know, Daredevil calls him an immature kid who doesn't belong here. But, like, in the end, it's Peter that's the most mature. He's the one that does the right thing and is the adult in the room.
1: He gets to be the one who points out to Fisk that, or point out to Daredevil, excuse me, that if you cross this line, you're him. You're worse than him, because you're hurting an innocent to hurt him. And Peter, you know, thinks on his feet. He says, don't do this. And he turns to Fisk and he's like, if you come back in this country, you know I'll tell on you, and you know I can. You know Nick Fury knows who I am. Like, that's, I like how he took the he gang from getting his ass kicked and finding the best application for it to put pressure on Fisk. And from there, we get to see Fiske in his histrionic best saying, I'm going to blow up the school while it's in session, while it's in session, while it's in session, and all that fun stuff. But then you find out that Moon Knight survived. Right. It's such a stupid thing to have happened, but it happened. He yeah. lived and he fingered Wilson Fisk. The only way this worked, and I think it's kind of funny because season three of Daredevil kind of did this too, is that you, can, you can't box Wilson Fisk into a corner. Mm-hmm. It took the words of Will Smith either had to have me tried to have me killed or did have me killed right. to really hurt him. Right,
0: right, right. So, um, and so you're right. So then the, then the talk happened after Ultimate, you know, yeah, because it's Ultimate Night. So after all of this, Peter's gone through all of this stuff. Uh, Alma gets out of the hospital and they finally have the talk. And, um, I would say this is the defining, like one of the the chief uh, changing points for you know Aunt May because now she's in the know and now everything that Peter's been going through, she now it's like what I love about Ultimate Spider-Man what they did with Aunt May is they really do make her Peter's mom. Like in in six one six, Aunt May basically becomes she's Aunt May, but she's, they really draw her like and they treat her like a grandmother, you know, and here. You it feels like she's a mom, so I don't know. I, I think that that's it's doing a way better job of, of her because again it's she's not a if she, you think of your aunt your aunt is your mother's sister, so you know it would make sense that she would be much younger and also, you know, in this role that she she took on taking Peter that she'd be his mom, you know.
1: Well, I think it's something you and I touched on last week, or excuse me, last installment of the Ultimate Spider Man, is that the origins of May was kind of been writing from his own mother growing up. And I think that is interesting because you're right, how wheat cakes and marrying Dr. Uh, Octopus and kind of the old, she was the old lady, and she didn't really, you, you didn't have to think too much about how Peter would outsmart an old lady. And now with the way they positioned that May is, it all pays off with the talk. And everything that you talked about in, in part one of the series and you talked about here about the growth of the character really pays off in the talk because, it's not just, oh, Peter's going to admit that he's Spider-Man. It is literally the handing of the reins off from Mark Bagley to Stuart Immonen as the artist. And this 110 issues that preceded this is still the longest-running single run of artist and writer in Marvel Comics history. Mm-hmm. And there's no fill-ins. I think Mark Brooks wrote drew the uh, annuals. But every time that Peter Parker appeared in Ultimate Spider-Man until 110, was drawn by mark bagley yes and i think it's important because i think Stuart emelman while his tenure wasn't as long as i think it could have been and the thing is in the realm of like superhero comics it's a very long run but when you put it up against 110 you're like well it could have been longer <laughs> um it's, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a fitting change of the guard because the framing device is peter telling May about being spider-man and how he did it and how he thinks Ben would have loved what he could do. But the story he tells May is drawn by Stuart Woman. And I, I, what did you feel about the art change here? Cause we'll talk about the May of it all in a second, but just from a pure aesthetic thing was, was it hard for you like reading in bulk to say goodbye to Bagley?
0: It was, but like, so I the artwork didn't really bother me until we did the Ultimate Comics comp uh, Spider, man mm. like the beginning of
1: that. Spider like, Pacelli, I think it
0: is. Yeah, because that one is the one that's like a huge, like the way every everybody's kind of drawn the way where it's like you know Spy versus Spy. I feel like everybody's face like turns into cones. David
1: uh, David LaFlynt.
0: Yeah, and 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 it, and it mellows out as you get through. it. And I don't know if they change artists again.
1: They do. They change. They change a couple of times in that one.
0: Okay, because that made because the the first few it, it was hard to take it seriously. Um I wasn't that affected by this change. Um because it and I, I guess because of the change in Ultimate Comics uh Spider Man is, is, is way more drastic. Um right. but you can definitely tell the difference.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh agreed. I agreed. Um so what did you think of the talk? Because for me it was it was such it was the final people say so what's the difference between Ultimate Spider Man and Spider Man? It's the difference. Yeah. Everyone who matters to him knows he's not lying to his friends or his family. And it, it changes the feel of the book.
0: No, it does. It does. It, 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 you can say that it lifts a weight off of Peter's shoulder, but it adds more weight to it because now people right. know and there's more responsibility on top of what he already does. And, um, But no, I, I love it because, like you said, it, it, it does change the dynamic of the book. Because now, again, we no longer have to worry about him lying to... The people close to him now they know what he's doing and they're supportive of it but you see that it still it still doesn't make his life easier at all right and and that's the thing because we do the talk the talk and i believe ends volume 17 i mean volume 18 ultimate Nights, and then goes into ultimate uh volume 19 which is basically the death of a goblin
1: which which some people would say, oh, you want to ease in a new artist and writer? Nope, not Bendis. <laughs> right there, right to, back to the well, because Norman Osborn can't be killed, apparently. And Nick is manipulating the media to make Spyro look a hero, and everyone appreciates it. But it pisses off Norman. They,
2: Who
0: do breaks
1: they, out. Right. Do,
0: and do they, do they ever really explain this? Do they ever, ever really explain uh, Osborn's power? eventually
1: okay well not the power that you explain why he doesn't die
0: oh not that but i'm just talking about because his because he basically starts off a chain reaction like inside of
1: the raft and it's this is like the closest, the closest we get to it is him explaining what's happening when, he, when he's doing the internal monologue about his cells true yes he's like where's fury and curls like i'm not fury dickhead and just look like, up his meds he's terrified
0: <laughs> right, yo, I feel sorry for Carol. Carol Danvers in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, these fucking
1: problems, man.
0: Right, <laughs> well, Fury never had to deal with this. Um, but yeah, Norman basically breaks out the raft, and we later see on because it comes in in Volume Twenty One because they do a lot of this where when you start getting towards the end of, of of Peter's run, you start seeing how everything relates together and how things that happen in one aspect bring things in here. Because you find out that when during this breakout, who, the people are also. There are also the the Gwen Stacy clone, uh, Carnage right. clone. She breaks out during this time. You don't see it during this volume. You see that during volume twenty one. But yeah, that breakout with uh, Norman, uh, where he yeah he he breaks out, basically takes down a lot of people, and um, basically out to to find um find Peter and his son.
1: Yeah, Noah. Or, excuse me, Norman wearing a toga in Peter's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, you petty some bitch. I love how after, so soon after learning, May gets it. She's like, "You gotta go." She's like, "But what, you, you have to leave right now." Yeah, don't tell me where you are. I'll find you. Mm-hmm. Just go. You'll see you on the news when it's over. We go. Yep. And and uh, MJ's mom isn't even. It didn't even come down to that shit. It was like, "We're gone." Sorry. Um, MJ's like, uh, "My mom threw me in the car, and I, I we had to go." Sorry. Yeah, but he's right, and and it comes down to Peter and Norman again. And Norman wins again. Peter's saved by Kitty. Mm-hmm. Because Carol has the bright idea of using Peter as bait. And that didn't work. But then she uses Harry as bait. And that definitely doesn't work. Oh, it worked. He got no, she got Norman
0: there. <laughs> I mean, okay. It on what your definition of worked it.
1: She didn't get him with Peter. He didn't go to back to Tristellian. It didn't work with Peter. It worked when she put Harry on television. And Norman shows up and fights. They have Hulkbuster units that he's tearing through like so many fucking paper soldiers. And Harry turns on the Hobgoblin. And then Norman beats him to death. He asks to be killed by S.H.I.E.L.D. and they put one in his head. Peter gives the O.G. at school. <sighs> Man. And it's so funny because every time they think they've cured Oz it turns out they haven't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I just thought about this because we never see, uh, we never see MJ relapse. No. I think it's what Bennett was probably setting up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll talk about later on when the editorial kind of inflicts on this book, but I think he was setting that up.
0: Oh, he, he definitely does, was. Go ahead. He definitely was setting up for, for MJ because MJ had gotten uh, cured, but the, there were definitely signs that might might be something there. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. And so from there, the next volume, I believe, is The Amazing Friends.
0: Which is what they do often, like when somebody dies, when somebody close to Peter dies, they, they kind of come in, you know, business eases in by giving us something a little bit lighter. And so we get Peter Parker and his Amazing Friends, uh, which is, uh, <laughs> you know, now, because at first it was Kitty joining, it was at the school. Johnny was there for a little bit.
1: Now, uh, Bobby is who now? <laughs> well, Johnny shows up. Johnny's like, hey man, I wanted to come say hi. He's like, you can't be here. I don't know who I am. And I love it when he's like, wait, you're dating her. And you guys used to, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter gets put in the um in the in the group project with Kennedy about having to take care of a digital baby. <laughs> and it's all great. And you're right, Bobby shows up and it's so funny because Peter's freaking out about secret identity, and he's just like, no one's looking at you. Yeah, yeah, nobody nobody cares. Ice Boy, a boy who turns a little fire, and phase girl sitting here. No one gives a shit about Dinky Peter Parker. <laughs> and <laughs> she's right. I mean, she's right. And it's so funny because the issue opens with like the cuts of all the different characters. Like Kong's doing push-ups being like, I wonder if Peter <laughs> I wonder if Peter will freak out if he knows that I know he's spider. <laughs> and during the arc, uh, Liz Liz who's been very mutant phobic. Finds out she's a mutant. Her powers activate, and she turns into a human Torch-esque person, Firestar, mm-hmm. and flies away. And, be, and you get Bobby trying to like use his Xavier coaching, and admitting he saw her naked he's a child. Right. <laughs> and you also get, but you also get them figuring out that Con's Colin, like, fine, I'll do it. Oh no, I wish one of our friends who knew Spider-Man would contact him to help another one of our friends who we've known our entire lives, who's obviously going through a really hard time. <laughs> Yo, I love that
0: scene. He was like, really, he's like, you got to go help her. What are you talking about? You gotta go help her. Come on, Peter. I know. Yeah. What you... Fine, I'll do it. Fine, I'll, if, if I gotta do it, if I gotta if I gotta pretend like I don't know your Spider Man, I'll pretend like I don't know your Spider Man. <laughs> like it's no so funny. Where MJ shoots Kitty, He's like, I didn't tell him. Right, she's like, I didn't tell him. It's like because Kong likes Kitty, you know. And the oh, yeah. whole it's a whole thing here. It's it's it
1: it's, it's, it's it's a light moment school, you did need. Man. You said what? It's high school.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. The next
1: issue is Omega Red. Well, you do find out that you do find out that Liz's father is the Blob. Yeah. So it's like, oh, because yeah. F- yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Not uh, we get Omega Red thrashing the bugle, um, and that's why their project got destroyed. He bitches about getting a B, but what I think is notable about this is that, like you mentioned, Omega Red shows up in issue 121, but he's shown escaping. Triskelion in issue 113 when Norman left.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the next issue is the worst day of Peter Parker's life. Shocker wins. Oh, finally. <laughs> to understand, like, this is like you talked about earlier, where everything starts to play into each other near the end. He invented all this shit while working worked with Roxham. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's a farm? No, no, we build weapons, bro. He's like, you're a kid, you don't fucking get it, but yeah, it's a problem. Yep. So what did you think of the War of the symbiots?
0: Um well one uh venom is terrifying um finally <laughs> yeah no cuz because the thing with, with Eddie on the bench talking to these random people right and then you see that the the venom is, he's cuz Eddie is so torn down and broken and then it literally eats the people next to him and he keeps doing that over and over again throughout the entire war symbiote thing it's it's a great framing device um to me the, the biggest thing about this whole thing is it's a way to get the symbiote out of Gwen Stacy and bring Gwen Stacy back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest takeaway for me. Um, obviously, could you, Could you? Could, in, in a way, it redoes, a, we've talked about this before, it redoes a lot of the stuff that you've done before. It redoes re- re- ori- almost the original stuff with, with with the suit the first time. So, I mean, there are other elements here, so it is different. But to me, the end goal is it. it, it leaves you with, a symbiote-free molecular copy of Gwen Stacy, who basically comes back when basically Peter gets
1: his sister back. That yeah. was basically it for me. Yeah, so. it's 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 really I I I enjoy it because it ties in everything, but at the same time, you feel kind of like Peter does, like what the fuck just happened?
0: Yeah, we're doing it. Well, and, and again, the the Venom symbiote gets away.
1: Oh yeah, Eddie, Eddie
0: gets away, and you're just like, and Peter's just like, come on, like it's just. Um, but like you said, it, it gives a, it gives an opportunity to to to, to, to right or wrong, if you will, and make it seem like everything every everything is, is is getting back to normal where you know Gwen can move back in with uh with with Peter with Peter and, and, and May and everything's fine, but then that again, anytime things are going fine for Peter is when things go horribly wrong. So
1: we go from here to uh ultimatum. Here's editorial, things start happening. But Crow decided that the ultimate universe had gone on too long needed to be shaken up dramatically. When, he, when they said that, they did not mean this book. This is one of the, this is the only book that it had one writer the entire time with a stated purpose in Endgame. Um, I think that he worked it towards the good. But the quick notes version of this is Magneto does what he's always threatened to do, flips the poles, and this creates a tidal, flood, tidal wave that destroys much of the East board. Uh, when this happens, Peter, MJ, Gwen, Kitty, and Kong are headed to the city on the subway. Right before Aunt May was arrested and brought in for questioning about her relation to Spider-Man, this is when the wave hits. Peter ends up having to um, work with the Hulk. Daredevil dead, and we get issue 133, which is uh, the Silent issue. Yeah. Kitty and Spider-Woman looking for Peter. And it's... <sighs> What'd you think reading it now? I mean, no. This is this whole thing,
0: because basically what it is, is also made in basically, at least in the Spider-Man universe, basically makes it seem like it's the death of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And you end it with people thinking that... Well, you end it with Peter going out, being a hero, saving people. And because you got to remember, up until this point, Peter's always... The cops are always pulling guns on Peter... Uh, yes. Jay Jonah is always talking about the, the Spider-Man minutes like everybody thinks that er, Spider-Man has never really been accepted by by the city this silent issue basically you know Ultimatum itself basically shows you Peter going out being a hero and I, I can't remember if it's the the last issue that 30 that 33 issue or the ultimate in Spider-Man whatever there, there's one issue where it kind of shows right. you what what Spider-Man actually is doing to saving the people he's saving and what he's doing and you see things like Jonah Jay Jonah seeing him uh Joe Jonah writing about seeing Spider-Man save these people, and so that
1: and, is Ultimate ultimatum Spider-Man Requiem,
0: yeah, one and two, right, and and you see the people basically saying what because up to this point you think Spider-Man is dead,
1: right? They've done a very good job of creating that, right, and that, so you,
0: and so you 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 think a lot of people are just writing eulogies of of a Spider-Man and saying what they saw him do in his final hours, um. And it it sets you up for when you get into Ultimate Comics Spider Man and the new dynamic that's going to be there in that book, with you know people realizing that man we've been hard on this this kid and he's a hero. Like when when the city was drowned, when the city was was at its worst, who was there? Spider Man was saving us all.
1: You know. So. Yeah, he's finally he's he's recognized for what we all knew he was the hero, and that's when they relaunched the book as Ultimate Comics or Ultimate comic spider-man. Yeah. Um and they changed the artist. It's 6 months after Ultimatum, Ben is still writing and David lafuente is now on art. It's gotten I would say just to be kind of split the baby here. It's a little cartoony, I think. I think cartoony or anime. It feels like a little like... anime influence. I think the second arc is more, but that's also done because it's done by a writer's and anime background. Yeah. but this you closer towards it. Um and you get to see kind of New York is what New York is now after, well, Old attack. And I think that's what Eagle. I, I, I excuse.
0: Right. I excused my, my, my my being taken aback by the art because what they present us with and what they show you because basically six months. Af- I think it's six months after. Yeah, yeah, six months later after after this after the tidal wave that destroyed New York. And there's so many things that are different. Spider Man is loved. Jay Jonah is, is pro Spider Man. <laughs> <I don't laughs> um, um, mutants are completely hated. And so the dynamic that you had in the, in before where people were wary of mutants, now people really hate mutants. And you gotta remember, Kitty Pride is going to Peter's school as an out-mutant. Um, whose,
1: whose very insistence is pretty much illegal now.
0: Right. You know, um, mutants are, ba- yeah, basically being a mutant is illegal. Um, uh, 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 you have, we'll, we'll get to this later on, but You know, Johnny was, Johnny Storm was considered dead. Uh, They find him, but he doesn't want to go back to be with, be be with his family. Um, Bobby, you find out Bobby Drake is, is basically crashing with Kitty in in, in Kitty's house because she had nowhere to go. Um, It's, 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 everything is different now. Um, Peter and and Gwen are dating.
1: Like, it's, it's. And Johnny's been through a lot of shit.
0: Right. And, and. Everything's gone on and you're just like, what the fuck happened? How did we get to this point? But everybody else is have has their life in and crate going crazy. Peter on the other hand, from what you could tell, Peter's life is great, considering.
1: Except that he thinks it's weird that the cops are
0: nice to like This is super strange. Probably
1: just, I don't not understand. That, they want to get my but autograph. Yeah, and it's it's all crazy. Things things are, are really weird because the city's different. Johnny's going Johnny's to watch his dad die. He bodies and kicked out of his house, and there's a red-cloaked vigilante out here using powers. Mm-hmm. And we get... It's so funny because you and I, again earlier in this podcast, but throughout the months, talk about the quote-unquote brutalization of column books. They try to take Kitty out of school.
0: Yo, it was a whole big thing.
1: It's such a big thing. Like, Bendis didn't softball. He's not like, there are both sides. No, no. He's painting one side as fascist stormtroopers and the other side is literally children.
0: Well, what happens is, uh, because everybody knows Kitty's a mutant, she's now no longer a superstar. She's now hated. And so she's sitting by herself in the cafeteria and the kids throw, throw things at her. So she phases so that, you know, she stays phase so that when they throw things at her, that it goes through her. And the principal comes in and basically says, I'm going to kick you out of school because I told you not to use it. You. you can't use your powers. She's like, so I should let them hit me with stuff? Doesn't make any sense. And then, I don't know what it is, but later on, they come, I don't even think she does anything. Uh, Federal agents come in, and they try to take her out of school. They literally try to remove her from school. And Kong, like, you know, uh, so at at this point, Kong and her had been dating. They had broken up, but he still loves her. At this point, uh, he fights the federal agents. Um, Kitty and him go on the run. Like, it's a whole big thing. And, and, And Kitty, you know, um, like loses it. She goes on a Magneto is right kick because she's like, you know, they hate me just because I I just go into school. I'm not doing anything. Um, May Parker on the hand has, um, you know, is 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 kind of sticking up, trying to stick up for her own kids because you know she's taken in Bobby. She's taken in uh, Johnny Storm. She has Peter. She has Gwen. She's taking in all these kids and put them in the school and it's kind of like, you know. It, it it it's it's so funny to me because at one point you get I, I I'm not gonna read the whole thing but you get the thing thing from the principal basically put when he puts in his resignation he has the the, the parents there and they're all he just yells at him he's like you stop it like I did what i was supposed to do like these federal agents unbeknownst to me came in here and tried to remove one of our students who did nothing wrong was just being a student and you guys are over here basically backing them shame on all of you shame on shame on all of us you know this is our fault like you said. This idea that comic book just got political is bullshit. They've always been this stuff. And if you're going to yeah. bring mutants and things like that into the, into this world, you have to have that
1: there. So. And it's interesting because it ties into, this is kind of a launching point for a lot of this. I call ultimate 2.0 books because Kitty goes on to start on the ultimate X book. And that story mutants is told there. And, um, Spider-Man kind of kicks off here because, Mysterio, who we never get any in canon in universe answers for until Spider-Man yeah. shows up. Kingpin uses all the hysteria to to wipe his own credit, wipe his own uh, slate clean, and Mysterio kick kills him and throws him out of a window.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm like, wait, did we did this kill Kingpin?
1: Yeah. It felt like it, right? Yeah. So um after that we get let's see, this one is oh the Rick Jones issue. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, Rick, you know, becomes Nova, in his only you. And I love that because you know May called, you know, family meeting. What we do those? We, we never we do those. You no, know, we've never done those before. What is this? He's just like, you guys gotta go. You guys gotta go suit up. And you gotta go talk to him. What we thought because they thought it was because Rick Jones' mom was like, it's not drugs. She she was talking to May. It's like because everybody thought his her kid went into coma because of, of drugs. She's like, it's not drugs. So I think it's like the thing is because he's a mutant, and but you can't tell anybody that. But just tell them it's not drugs. The so maze like comes back is like no, nope, you guys got to go talk to him. You guys got to go, got to go do your thing, and and, and ease him into this and help him out. So uh, yeah, it's again seeing the dynamic of May now with these kids. And again, like I said, she's completely alive. Like she she takes them in. She's Muslim.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and what's more is that you get to see how she actually got his powers, which is via the same way Johnny and and uh, the Vanessa Ford seen Project Pegasus and seen the Watcher. And this is kind of seeding what would end Ultimate, Ultimate Universe 2.0 with Galactus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where Nova comes from, Nova comes in. And then we get the bombshells. They show up again at uh, the mother and daughter crime team. And uh, we saw them earlier in the run. And then the chameleons show up. And they planned to kidnap Jameson and hold him for ransom and use his access. But they accidentally get Peter too. And we get to watch how a shapeshifter could quite easily destroy Peter's life. In yeah. like do days.
0: Yeah, they do. But at the same time, you also see that Jay Jonah was like, because this is how Jay Jonah finds out that Peter Parker is Spider Man, because right. he gets kidnapped. And he's like, "Wait a minute, why are you here?" It's like, "What's going on?" He's like, oh, "Wait, you're Spider Man." That's what this is. And Jay Jonah, when when so all the when so what happens is the chameleon go out there and they rob a bank. They rob, rob banks as Spider Man, right? As Peter Parker and as Spider Man, and uh. When Jay Jonah's in the hospital and they come uh, and Ben Ehrlich comes in, they're like, It's like, we gotta write this down. It's like, I knew who Spider Man is. That wasn't Spider Man. Spider Man was with me. He's like, Wait, you know who he is? Yeah, but that's not the story. We're gonna tell what really happened in that clear Spider Man's name. And it was just it was so jarring to me because it's like, Jay Jonah is going to clear Spider Man's name.
1: But that's kind of like almost feels like that's how, how Jonah would approach it. Like if Jonah ever actually found out and, and like no, yes. what rang untrue for me about civil war, was that all he took was Parker's been lying to him. Well, that's not how Peter, that's not how Jonah, the Jonah I've been reading, would react. Exactly. And this I, is how he react. He's like this amazing man. He's because like, he like, and that's what I think is so interesting here, is that more than his victory all for Spider-Man, he knows Peter. Yeah. He's got yelled at by his haunt. Like yeah. he knows this kid. He was. He sees. We saw him on the suit before he finds out when he gives Peter his job back during the Kingpin fiasco. Mm-hmm. He recognizes himself in this kid, and I think that. And we're going to talk about kind of the, one of the themes about this whole series is different father figures. He sees himself as that to Peter, and he takes the responsibility real. The next issue is after fifteen, after uh, Gwen leaves the house because she figures out that she tricked Peter into being her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and that Jonah won't tell anyone about Peter's powers or who he is. They find out that May left, or excuse me, Gwyn left.
2: Yeah. And
1: then 150 comes around and Peter beats the ringer and gets booed by a bunch of civilians because of what the chameleon had done. They raised the 14 issues of Goodwill before them.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And that's where the Treskelion, Carol talks to Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, and Thor. They talk about, they each give their opinions on the kid. Steve says he should be trained to be better, uh, excuse me. Tony says he should be trying to be better. Steve says he should be stopped from what he's doing. And Thor's like, you should give him a party. He's fucking great, right? <laughs> Thor loves his ass. I love that. Yeah,
0: love Th- Thor. Thor loves him. Tony's like, yo, this kid is smart. Like, I love how like he calls out Carol. He's like, he's like, yo, this kid knows this technology. What, what like what's in this technology and stuff like that? And how to use it? He's like, you don't even know this. He's like, yeah, I, I don't even know how to do this. Like yeah you actually should because you're like top cop of all well, of the
1: the it's like that's the point right. me and three other people who have phd's know what this is and he does too he's 15 like, <laughs> he's like we should hire him or do something we should he's like you're right he may need training we should do it
0: well I love, Steve, and I, yeah just
1: like fuck this kid
0: and i love the other interviews when he has to go and train him it's tony goes first tony shows up at the house in his suit hey i'm here to see peter parker i'm here to see peter's like May's like not here don't you, you do not do this here? <laughs> what are you doing?
1: It's <laughs> like this is ridiculous. And then well, when the issue, ends, the issue ends with Carol Danvers and Aunt May deciding that Peter's going to get superhero training,
0: yes, yes. Um, and, and then like it, when it's Tony's turn, and, and Tony I and mean, him were talking, he's like, I'm to here because my girlfriend and Peter's like, Wait a minute, your girlfriend's Carol Danvers? She's like that, I'm only 15, but I know that is not a good
2: idea. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I liked it when, when Tony showed up because they they end up fighting, um, dealing with Mysterio and Black Cat and dealing with the Zodiac key, mm-hmm. and you get to see like Stark being like, uh, "This is actually a real problem," and you figure out that Mysterio is not real. Yeah, which is interesting, mm-hmm. and it plays off in, in Spider Man, but I, I liked I like the one fifty one to because it's it's La Fuente and Pacelli who I think are both. LaFontae is the guy who had the more cartoony art, but I think it's a good medium between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then we get 155, happy birthday, Peter Parker, when he and Jonah had the conversation.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, he tells him, you know, like you were talking about, all the things that he gets his job at, college tuition coming you know, as he pleases, but we get first dibs at all stories. Which seems fair. That's what you're talking about. It, does not, it seems like, as we list out the things that Jonah's like, I'll do anything. That does seem kind of fair. Um, he makes up with MJ. They get back together this is after when they moved back in. And uh, Tony Stark gives him new warp shooters, and then they kill his ass. Right.
0: It's just like <laughs> you get you, you give all this stuff, and again, like I said, every after every moment of joy for Peter, you he gets some tragedy, but it's the it's the culmination of Peter's story with the death of a Spider-Man. I mean, this whole entire run is uh, the back end of his run is called The Death of Spider-Man maybe but like
1: well it's 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 the last the the run the the actual issues are 156 they're 160 and they bring back mark bagley for it which what a great fucking decision
0: yeah you you got to you got to you got to and um it's once again norman breaking out of you know out of prison gathering this time he basically gathers up a lot of the same beats yeah Uh, gathers up, uh, Sandman, Electro, Vulture, Craven, uh, and, and, and Otto, and they break out. And, um, Otto's the only one that doesn't end up in the last fight because Otto's like, I'm not doing this. You're going after Parker again. And I'm, I'm done. I'm done doing this. I'm not going, I'm not going down that road again. And him and, 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 uh, Norman have a fight out and Gollum wins.
1: Well, you're right. Norman throttles Otto. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's a very good like for me. That was like the oh shit, they just got real. Yeah, like, not they kill of but like they didn't make it competitive. No, would beat the fuck shit out
0: Yeah, um, and so uh, Peter knowing that Norman's out, knowing he's gonna get, gets his And tells you know everybody, oh Yo, you got to go, you got to May get Gwen you get out of the house, you leave, get out of. Here. He tells uh MJ the same thing. Uh, now he's on his way to go and take care of them, but.
1: At the same time,
0: there's a big thing going on with the Ultimates, <laughs> a little Civil war type yeah, thing going so, on. So,
1: I mentioned that the Ultimate comic Spider-Man was kind of the jumping off point for a lot of the Ultimate Ultimate Universe 2.0s. So part of it is in the training work where the Ultimate fighting the Avengers. And we should, at some point, I'll do like a, at some point I'm gonna sit down and do like the mini character corners that we talked about and do one for the three ways of the Ultimate Universe. There's good stories in there, like we talked about with some of the uh, um, uh, who wrote who wrote Secret Wars? Why am I blanking?
0: Um, um, Hickman,
1: yeah, there's some Hickman stuff in there that, that gets seeded in his run, and same with the ultimate uh trilogy stuff that we'll talk we didn't mention here. But this is it, this is um, you're right, this is the backdrop of Ultimate versus Avengers, and I think it's interesting that they allow this book to tie into that because it shows to me more than anything this is the tentpole book of the universe. Oh, absolutely. And, because and, their and, event series that's taking over like a mini series is a footnote in this one.
0: Yeah, and, and it's important because, so it's Captain America's turn to train Peter and he has meet. Peter meet him at a cemetery. And he's having this talk with Peter and it plays so much into the, how this stuff goes. It's so timely to what this conversation and how it gets cut off at and then what ends up happening to Peter afterwards. Life and death, I don't think you've considered it a real way. If you have, if you have, I see no evidence of it. You didn't know a soldier like us. Uh, see, soldiers like you have faced life and death before uh, for this country since before there was a country. And I know you may not see yourself as a soldier, but you are. You wear a uniform and you fight. But this, and this drives me insane, you don't fight smart and you don't fight like your life depends on it. You don't fight like the lives of others depend on it. You're like a teenager who doesn't think that his day will ever come. And that, I'm sorry, makes you a fool. Now this next part, you're not gonna like to hear, but uh, you're not gonna be happy to hear. Um. Carol Danvers, Carol Danvers came to the Ultimates and asked us what we should do, what we thought of, what we thought, and, and what we what we thought she should do with you. Iron Man, Thor gave you a thumbs up. I did not. I said you should be benched. I was outvoted. So that's why we are here to teach you because there's two ways to run into uh, to train you. There are two ways to run into a burning building. Two ways to fight a maniac who won't lay down. Two ways. One is smart and courageous, and one is immature and foolish. Because we're all going to end up here eventually. And it's your responsibility to make sure, and listen, this is the important thing I have to tell you, no matter what you, and that's when he gets cut off because he gets a call about what's happening with the Ultimates and the Avengers. And so he never finishes the conversation. And that's important because, so after this, you know, again, Peter's having to deal with, is going to deal with Norman and, 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 and the, it's kind of a broke down uh, Sinister Six because they killed one of them. So I guess it's a Sinister (laughs) Five. Um, But on his way, He spots what's happening with you know Captain America confronting uh, Nick Fury, and he sees the Punisher with Captain America in his sights. He takes a bullet for Captain America. He takes a bullet for Captain America, so he's bleeding out, and that is the condition he's in when he faces off against these five, these these the four other criminals and an enraged and empowered Norman Osborn, and so it just. It's a good way of of setting up that end fight Sorry. where he's talking to Captain America and getting this this, this getting 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 read the right the right act about not being serious and then seeing what Peter actually fucking does to put make sure everybody is safe but himself.
1: Yeah. So he's got this bull in his stomach. He's got his family out of there. The others in the, and 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 Vulture and the others have have raided Tinkerer's shop to get their wep- their weapons back, and. After the villains take care of Johnny and Bobby, who they didn't expect to be there, Spider-Man shows up with no mask and a webbed-over stomach. Basically like, let's fucking do this. And all of Forest Hills Queens surround the area with cell phone uh, cameras calling cops. They watch a kid fight to save them all. He's losing, too. He's losing early. That's something that... I didn't remember when I was rereading it, that he loses. He's losing to the Vulture, Sam and Electro. Oh, and then yeah, May yeah. shoots Electro in the fucking chest.
0: Yeah, well, well he did, again, it goes back to this idea of he's not alone anymore, right? So mm-hmm. because May and, 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 and MJ and all these people know who he is, you bring this back together that, yeah, you know what? The They, they do stop Bobby and and, 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 and and Johnny. But Bobby and Johnny be there, help, help, you know, turn the tide as well. You know, uh, MJ hits somebody. Uh, she hits Norman, I think, with a truck. Um, yeah. May shoots, uh, like you said, shoots Electro and Vulture. Like, So if he did not have his friends there, so it goes back to that thing where the dying Peter Parker clone says he needs his friends. It pays off here because without them, he does not save. Peter does not die the hero saving, stopping these criminals. These criminals do not get stopped. And yes, he gives up his life here, but it could have been so much worse if he didn't if he wasn't there and didn't do that so
1: yeah it's okay i did it don't you see it's okay i did it i couldn't save him uncle ben i couldn't save him no matter what i did but i saved you i did it i did it. and peter Parker dies on his front lawn long um at the hands of norman osborne
0: and everybody finally knows who Spider Man is and Peter Parker, and you 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 put this together with again go back and listen to our Miles Morales thing. This whole th- this whole thing also plays into particularly early Miles Morales and you know Miles seeing Peter Peter die and how Peter died, and not just the people close to Peter who knew his life, but basically the entire city of New York who knows what Peter Parker did as Spider Man for them all, and um, like you said it turned and it's such a great analogy it turns him into tim drake where everybody's like oh yeah not again you're gonna get training you're gonna learn how to do this shit we're not gonna get another dead 15 year old superhero dead on our hands like this not
1: on our hands exactly and they have the um the issues after this ultimate fallout
0: you said what now where you
1: explore the, the after this ultimate fallout where they kind of explore the repercussions of a dead peter parker yeah and you get the, it ends with Mary Jane confronting Fury, being like, he thought you were his father. Like, he loved you. All he wanted to do when he grew up was be you. Mm-hmm. And Fury breaks out and cries and admits he blames himself. Yep. And I love the fact that we get Miles' first book out of here and it's kind of, yes, it's lampshaded by, of course, the death of Peter Parker and his new beloved status in, in New York, but he largely gets the ability to stand on his own, too. Oh, absolutely. After the events of... The Ultimate Galactus trilogy. They relaunched Miles' book, called Miles Morales: The Ultimate Spider-Man. The end of the first issue, Peter Parker's alive. Um, It's not a a dream. Peter Parker broke into his house, his apartment, and he tries to figure out why. And Peter says, "Well, honestly, the last thing I have of my father's is..." Those web shooters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's you know, why I'm here. And, and I just can't believe it. And it's hard for any of us to really believe, too, because the death of Spider Man was super poignant and super well done and super, it was an amazing payoff. And we find out Peter woke up in a lab mm-hmm. all alone. Because during, after the, um, after the Galactus thing, they dissolved S.H.I.E.L.D. So we'll over to the lab alone, work his way back to New York. Don MJ revealed himself. And to see, make sure he wasn't a clone, they dug up his grave, which was empty. Um, Peter's back. He doesn't want anyone to know he's back. He says, I'm not ready to see my family. A man, man, Gwen had gone to Europe to try to get over it. And... He didn't want to torture out May and Gwen with being back, so he snuck into Miles' apartment to steal his web shooters back. He was vague on the answers on why he told Miles why he's back, and then he ended up knocking out Miles, because Miles had become friends with May and and, and Gwen. He was like, we need to tell them the truth. They had talked him back into being in the suit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And Miles and Peter's like, I gotta leave. I'm out of here. But as he's about to leave, he sees a fight happening. He sees Miles fighting the Green Goblin. And he recognizes that Miles could die. So Peter came back in the red and blues. He saved Miles' life. He helps put down Norman again. Swings away. Peter Hunt hit at Mary Jane's house. And uh, while he couldn't explain what happened, kind of how it happened, he said that I wanted to just, you know, take my web shooters and leave. But when Norman was back, he he had to help. Um, Norman returned again. And killed J.J. and Jameson. Um, it was crazy to me. I, I, I really... It's fitting that the whole series came back to Peter and, and Norman. Mm-hmm. During Norman's fight with James, and he admits, he says, "Oz means I can't die,"
2: <laughs> right. which
1: is why Peter's back. Right. He gives the ID and the web shooter smiles, miles, and says, "I'm leaving forever." And then later on, they have a, a birthday party for Peter. I just think that's before this. Before this, they had a birthday party for Peter, and that's when we find out that Mar- Mary knew he was alive the whole time. But he and James end up leaving. They're out. They're done. They're, they're hanging up the webs and he's going to find the, the just a quiet life because that's what I think, honestly, in the two years of stories we read, he earned it.
0: Oh, I think so. Again, again, the two years of stories. In, in, in comic stories, he, he definitely earned it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really fitting that the last appearance of Ultimate Spider-Man was uh, Spider-Man 2, uh, issue 5. The Green Goblin's back again. And he goes, as a member of the Ultimates, and brings down Norman Osborne again before going to a welcome home party for Kong, who had just come back from the army. And that's Spider Man, man. That's the ultimate Spider Man. That's the ultimate Peter Parker. I. Rereading this was a lot for me. It's partially because it's just so good, but also because it takes me back to the time I, I, I read this stuff when I was in college. Right. Like I'm seeing dates like 04 and 07. I'm like, God, I graduated college in 07. I remember going to midtown and picking up these books as they came out. And following and watching this kid grow up and die and come back. It's just, I really tip my cap to bend this, man. This is, people will say, oh, duh, duh, duh. first of all, if you're reading Superman right now, he's made it a lot, of, he's made it very interesting, a lot of fun. But also, man, whew, he created a really interesting, world interesting world. Yeah, and, because yeah. if Norman, Mary's alive. Oh yeah. And if can be destroyed, that means Mary's got in her system,
0: which means Peter, Peter and Mary can live forever. Peter and MJ can live forever.
1: Spider Man is forever. MJ is forever, and so is Norman. Hmm. It's cr- crazy. Yep. And I, I, I and it's one of those things that. I was happy they threw that that little coda at the end of Spider-Man because it was like, oh, I want to do more in the universe. Part of me hopes they don't touch no one ever touches it again. But if they do, there's a a Peter Parker waiting to have stories told about them. And that's exciting because Miles is no longer in that universe.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Miles is in ours now. We've got Miles. Everyone will say, well, what about 616 Miles? I would implore you to read Spider-Man 2. Yep. Yep. You want to put a little something on here about the... uh, about the uh, the video game, which felt like an Ultimate Spider-Man game. No, almost. we're we're
0: just we're just gonna we're gonna do a whole other. We gotta do a whole other show on that one. Um, because yeah, the Ultimate the, the Spider-Man PS4 is again it, it to me it's the it's the Arkham Batman games of Spider-Man so far, and it's only been one game. I can't. It's better than Arkham. Yes, yes, I'll it's say the that. best
1: parts of the Arkham games. If Bruce Wayne mattered, I, there you go. <laughs> that's what I've been saying people they were like yeah. I don't get it and they play it like I see it
0: yeah no no absolutely and I can't wait I can't wait to see what more DLC they get or what they do going forward like again we'll talk when we get to the spoilers of that that, of that universe but like the end which like, is everything there it's just mwah, perfect I love it love it's it. wonderful so um, well they guys have it guys Ultimate Spider-Man I know this was another long one but there was a lot of issues here I mean we did over 160 issues you know and some more stuff so
1: and we sped through a lot of it, because I could have spent a lot of time talking about it. Oh, no. Particularly, like, the Clone Saga, levels on levels, and circles within circles, and wheels within wheels, because Norman's crazy, but he's also fucking right. Like, that's the craziest thing about all this, yeah. is Norman ends up being right. Well, at one point, when he comes when he comes back,
0: the way he comes back and doesn't get touched by Fury, is he goes basically goes on a, on, a, on a press tour, basically saying, Norman Oz, I, I mean, uh, Nick Fury hurt me, they... They took away my civil liberties and 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 they locked me up and they they experimented on me like he plays the victim on it like it's again it's so good like you which to be
1: fair be- in that framing that's exactly what Fury did
0: what's not yeah he's not wrong
1: Fury sure was wrong because Nolan Osborne's a crazy person right 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 right
0: yeah right. you know but even a broken a crazy clock is right twice a day <laughs> very um, crazy clock. but yeah so there you guys have it um again like we said the next one we'll be doing hopefully they'll be out. I don't. We're gonna record it way before this day, but it will hopefully be out the Wednesday for Thanksgiving. It will be Doom Patrol, and then we got the two parter on Aquaman. Um, again, make sure you just subscribe to us on, uh, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, on Spotify, uh, Character Corner. Make sure when you to subscribe to us on, on, on Spotify, if you spot it's the right Character Corner because there should be there's, there's two Character Corner feeds there. Uh, the, the, the current one has all the episodes on it, which means you should have these two Spider-Man episodes on it. Um, and then you can also follow us on Instagram character underscore, uh, underscore, uh, corner on Instagram as well. So, um, folks, thank you guys very much for listening and, uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Next time we're out of here. Peace.